Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. Yeah, there it is, a Thursday, the 29th day of February, 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Good morning. And there's Kyle. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. <laughs> Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Uh, your phone number, 916-909-0985. You said to get it on the text machine as well on social media. Uh, at listen to the BS, give us a like, share, follow uh, the podcast whenever you want uh, on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. On Wednesdays, like yesterday, we release a new episode of the Uncensored podcast, so that's up there. Also on the YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. Brett Michaels will be here Friday, tomorrow at Thunder Valley at the venue for his Party Gras tour. Those tickets will be in your hands uh, closer to 8 a.m. Uh, not so drunk, John, as we've learned the last couple days. Will join us at nine with another visitor from his past uh, lined up to try to get him sober. So uh, lots to do in between as well. So you guys have to explain to me what are, what are we doing today? What what is this? What is this? So Kyle's with me in the studio. This place is a mess. So Kyle's with me in the studio, and I love Kyle in the studio. And then Nelson's in Nebraska because mm-hmm. he decided to haul ass. Do you love Nelson in Nebraska? Yeah, he prefers Nelson in the studio. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to figure it out. It actually depends on the day. <laughs> That's fair. To be quite honest with you. That's fair. So for some reason, you're controlling all of the buttons in Nebraska. Yes. Why is Kyle here? In case it goes sideways. Because like all things at this radio station, we've not actually put any of this to a real test other than, hey, Nelson, this is how the buttons work. All right. So, Kyle, what are you doing Vibing, <laughs> chilling. I've got, I've got one more. Uh, I've got one more. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's really See, that's hot. what's going to happen all that's show. Hot. That's hot. It's not going to happen all show. Take me back to 1995. Oh my God! Please take me back to 1995 when it was very so much more simpler. It was simpler times. So much more simpler. So much more simpler. Simpler, 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 simpler times. All right, so you just sit there. Your arms not even up on, I'm the, hanging on, the, out, dude. on the counter. I'm, I am waiting for our <clears throat> break so I can eat this last cracker. I'm really looking forward to it. Right, so, Savor, I think you mean. So, mm-hmm. so Nelson, you, uh, you're in control of everything. Like I can yes. see the, the buttons being pushed and the things going up and down. I can see all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Nikki, yes. are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I came here excited today. She's locked in. What are you doing today? my normal work that i do <laughs> you know all right so everybody's got a job yep. to get us to 10 a.m so we'll see how this way if there's ever a reason to listen to the show today there's gonna be a lot of screw-ups guaranteed don't it. say a lot well enough to notice oh, I, wow. I don't think I'm anybody keep, i'm gonna keep track we're setting the over under at four and a half 
Well, we've already had one. Yeah, there's one. Wait, what's one? The loud because applause. The, the oh, applause was too high. That's fine. The loud applause. <laughs> Cal said that's, that's fine. <laughs> and, and, you know, we'll always remember this day because it's a leap day. Yep. Right? Leap year, leap day. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So we'll 29. never forget February 29th of 2024 uh, where everything went to kaputs. Ghost buttons. Yeah, ghost buttons. Ghost buttons. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Ghost buttons. Ghost buttons. <laughs> so, yeah, so today's a, a leap day. So I got a question, uh, very important question for, for it happens what, once every four years, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a, a millennium or a, oh a century. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happens? So that's true. In 2000, it was uh, should have been a leap year, but it's not because it's the change of a century. And so the to- the change of the century is not a leap year. All right. Well, here's my question. What happens if you were born on a leap day? Do I say a leap day or a leap year? It's leap day. Leap, leap day. Okay. So we are in a leap year. Today is leap day. So what happens if you're born on the 29th of February? Like, let's say you're born right now. You're having a baby right now. Mm-hmm. When do you celebrate your birthday next year? It's your choice. So people, mm-hmm. like I, I used to have a friend who her birthday technically is today. So she normally celebrates it on the 28th. Um, so they normally choose between the t- 28th or the 1st. Most people that I've met, they do it on the 28th. What, is, what does your ID say? Your ID says your actual birthday. It says the 29th. It does say the 29th. Mm-hmm. Can you change? Like say, you know what? I want to sell. I want my birthday to be on the 28th this year. I don't think so. I think you have to legally go with what, what you were born and what your birth certificate says. No, 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 your birthday. Like, you, So that's not a legal thing. So your your birthday is on the 29th. I got that part. But you normally celebrate it on the 28th. Can you fluctuate between the 28th and the 1st? Ooh, well, like people, on odd years, I celebrate in March. Right, yeah, exactly. Well, people do that now anyways. Most people don't actually celebrate their birthdays on the day, especially if it falls in the middle of the week. You do it on a weekend, so of course you can. I don't know. I'm a big fan of sticking to my birthday. No, I always I celebrate my birthday for, for weeks. To mm. me, if you're yeah. born on February 29th, your birthday is the day after February 28th. Celebrating on, a, on February 28th is insane. You're March 1st. That makes a lot of sense. Why is that? Because you're born the day after February 28th. It doesn't matter oh, when. Okay, take it this way. If It doesn't matter what you celebrate. If you're going to drink and your ID says you're born on the 29th and it's the 28th of February, they will not let you into the bar. Correct. Gotcha. That's true. Okay. All right. Just trying to understand the leap day stuff. Here's some other things. Uh, if you're a salary employee of a company, then you're technically working for free. That's what it says. So that's why a lot of a lot of people, 59% of Americans think you should be paid for the extra day of the year because it's not part of your normal contract. Is that why they gave us some extra holidays to make up for it? <clears throat> I have no idea. I never thought mm. about that before. You know, so if you're on salary, you're getting paid for, I'm assuming how it works, you know, right? There's what, 52, you know, six days of the week, 52 times a year, and then there's a 53, you know, with the with the leap years. Two happen 53 times, but your money is based off of uh, 52, six days a week, 52 times. Isn't your money based off of 365.4 <laughs> days or .25 days, though, really? Not according to what I'm reading from Mashable. Mm. You know. Very reputable. But I'm sure Nelson has some useless knowledge that says otherwise. I don't know. A lot of times when you guys uh, say that, it's pretty useful, the knowledge I bring you. (laughs) 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 Funny how that works.
Why are you Touché. so? Why are Touché. you so dark? What happened to that light? I can't even I see you. It's, I can't see you. I don't know where you're at. No one can see this yet. We're, it, everything. This doesn't get counted against the things I've done wrong today. Okay. Okay. Can we fix before anyone can see it on the live stream? All right. Here's another thing for you. All right. Uh, without a leap year, we'd have Christmas in July. Literally, that's what it says. Wow. Yes. Well, it would take a long time to do that, but eventually, yes, everything would have shifted. The calendar would shift by 25 days every 100 years. So it would take about 600 years and then 850 more for it to return to the beginning of winter. Mm-hmm. So who would even remember all that? Yeah. Nobody. Do we even know why we have the, is that why? What? Because like, the 300, and, because it doesn't, the math doesn't math up to exactly 365 <laughs> days. The math ain't math. I don't think it you're supposed math. to use math twice in the same sentence. It don't math up is what I'm saying. And every year is technically 365.25 days. So that's why every fourth year so we take those quarter days and we make it a leap day to, to reset the calendar, essentially. Gotcha. Can I correct Nelson on something real quick? Absolutely. Yeah, you said that sen- you said each century or millennium is not a leap year. It's on the one hundred years, yes. So it's the, at least the millennium. I think it's the century as well. Uh, that is not true because in Give the Gregorian calendar, this is according to Wikipedia. Okay. In the Gregorian calendar, the standard civil calendar used in most of the world that everybody knows, February 29th is added in each year that is an integer multiple of four, unless it is evenly divisible. Oh God, dang it! No. All right, so that's three. That's two. That's two. No, you screwed up on the leap year thing. Unless it is evenly evenly divisible by 100, but not by 400. So, for example, 1900, not a leap year. 2000, a leap year. Thank you, Kyle. Also, 2000 was a leap year. This is what happens when you don't have to concentrate on the buttons. Yes, it's great. So you can give us knowledge that is obviously incorrect, and we're giving you people what? false information. You know information. what? I was, uh, I was in there concentrating on buttons and giving you knowledge all the time, so I don't want to hear about it. I, I see that you're concentrating on the buttons. I'm learning how to do this for you. Blasted. Oh, for, mm, that's for, a great point. For me. That's yes, I want you point. to have the show that you want, and so I've gone out of my way to make sure that I can provide you what you need. So none of y'all get paychecks, and none of y'all are paying your bills. This is all for me. I appreciate Every- that. Everything I do at this radio station is for you. And how do you not recognize that yet? Thank you, Brian Adams. I appreciate that. (laughs) God dang you. God dang you. I do it for you. So when I do my thing with the the bed and the music, and I usually Mm -hmm. do it to Kyle, do I do it to you now? Yeah, you would do it to me now. So is that what you're wanting? You want the little bit? Wrap it up. It looks weird. Wrapping it up. I can't see me when I do it to you because you're in front of me in the camera. This is, take me back to 95. I want to get in a... Time warp. I feel weird. You're not doing anything. <laughs> and he put backup. his hands behind his head. <laughs> He's there as Kick my feet up. <laughs> Drink you some iced tea. I might go get coffee today and not have it delivered. This is great. You might not it's come nice. back till 930. <laughs> <laughs> How many screw-ups we had? <laughs> two. We right. had two screw-ups. Two so far. I've got them written down. Nine one, I'll take the over. Screw okay. you. I, I got 10 on the over. Over, uh, <laughs> over four and a half. Got it. 916-909-0985. You want to start us out? I'm going to tell you why the internet is uh, just all lies. Even the positive stuff. Unfortunately, all lies. And there's a uh, local story of, you know, I see this all the time and I say it. You know, you see people and they have messages and you're like, oh, they're such good messages. They get a bunch of followers and I'm like, it's not true. If you say it, so many times, it can't be true. And unfortunately, 
that is accurate with this story, unfortunately. Tell you what that is here. I'll point to you in a minute. Hang on. Now, so for the love of God, if you're going to control everything from Nebraska and we're, uh-huh. you know, test dummies today for this process. Yeah. I got to be able to see you. I don't know why you refuse to turn a light on. It's not turn a light on. Then what is it? I'm just trying to get everything rearranged. I had to add a bunch of new equipment to this room to make this happen. And so for whatever reason, the light is not the stupid webcam. Just take a deep breath. You did that Count on purpose. Count to three. You knew that's how I was going to react. You did that on purpose. It doesn't I, make you a good person. You know what? I, I, I can't hear your anger because I can't see it. he's a visual learner (laughs) so i guess uh we'll have to wait for the sun to come up in nebraska for me to see what he's doing yeah nikki you can't see him can you no i can't but i don't look at that camera most of the time because i'm doing other stuff anyways you know every other day up until today he had like this light shining on him or something See, there we go. Now we can see you to see. It's oh, because the You're camera- white? I had no oh, idea. Screw you. They have electricity in Nebraska? <laughs> the webcam that? was aimed at a window behind me, and it was adjusting for the light coming in from the window. Oh my God, you wear glasses? I had no idea. I hate you. You're the. This is the first time I've ever seen I, you. I hate you. It was like an interrogation room. You know, it had just like a little light. I felt like I feel like the rest of the show I should be asking him where he was last night. <laughs> Who do you work for? Uh, all right. So this is, you know, it's kind of sad, but it's 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 important. Like, don't buy the stuff on the Internet. Right. And even the positive stuff, it, like when you see people in your feed, on your feed, and they constantly are posting how great their lives are and how great the world is and stuff like this. You know, and then you buy into it, and then you you know you, you want to be a part of that, so you write the little cliche stuff like, you know, that's great, and I see it, I didn't, you know, and it, and it's all fake. It is all fake. I'm telling you, if you have to say it over and over again, all you're doing is trying to convince yourself your message is true. And I'm a firm believer of this. And and, what's wrong with that? Uh, because it's a lie. It, it's you're not being honest. You're not telling the truth. You know, if you constantly are in there. You know, with all these positive, and I'm a positive guy, but not everything's going to be positive. You know, you can't constantly talk about how great your life is every single day. There's just no way. It's impossible. You know, and and like, the, and I'm not talking about the every once in a while you pop in there. I'm talking about like three times a day how great your life is because it's not real. People don't have those lives. It's not true. I understand exactly what you're saying. I just can't think of a scenario of a person that that does that. I well, mean, I know people who spread positivity well, and they may only post positive messages. I'm getting ready to tell you. That's why I'm bringing this up. Is there's this dude? He's like a big influencer on uh, social media in Solano County. Am I saying that right? It's like Vacaville, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, Mikhail Threets, and he's a oh. librarian, and that's how he got his like fame on social media. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, you know he's an interesting character. Looks cool, you know, and and he and he talks about how he loves being a librarian and how life is great and this and this and this and that. And then you know I read last night that and this guy's got like two million plus followers because of all these positive messages. So people are buying into the this great message this kid's saying. Uh, so then he ends up resigning from his position at the library because of mental health. You know, and that's nothing to laugh at, right? The guy's got some issues. That's good. He's taking control of his life, and he's going to get it fixed. But this just didn't pop up. So to me, what it says is this guy has been lying all along on social media, and he's trying to convince himself 
and block out whatever issues he has upstairs by these messages that he's posting to other people, which I think is, is, is not cool because then those people that are buying into this now read this and go, he wasn't like this the whole time. This was phony baloney. This is fake. No, I don't think it's fake. I, I've, I've been on his social media. I've looked through some of his posts. He's condoning and trying to get people excited about reading and learning. That's not fake. Yeah, but the the other things that he would post outside of the his love for reading, that's one aspect of it. Like I don't think that's fake. I really think he buys into that. Right. But it's the life is great, my life is great, my mm-hmm. job is great. If it were so great, then why are you resigning to go get help? It, it wasn't all that great. It's impossible for it to all be that great. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's as I know someone, it sounds really kind of crappy possibly to say, but it's well, the truth. All right, let me uh, back your plate here, Bailey. As someone who is diagnosed with chronic depression, I would agree with that. I'd say it's oftentimes it is, I don't want you to see how bad my life is. And so I'm outwardly making sure you know everything is great. Everything's a 10 all the time because nothing could ever go wrong. And secretly inside, you're just breaking apart, hoping one, no one will notice. And two, maybe if you do lie to yourself enough, you will be happy. And I don't think that that's healthy, you know, because look, anytime we post on social media, it's a life resume. Right. I mean, you go for a job. They look at the stuff that you post on on social media and whether you're gimmicking it out or not, that's a representation of you. And then said company or said person is going to go, do I really want to work with that person? So you have to be fake on social media. You know, you can't speak the truth. I mean, when social media came out, everybody thought it was the Wild West. You know, just like podcasting. Oh, you can go on a podcast and say whatever you want. It's not regulated by FCC. No, you can't. Right. You know, it's it, everybody. Oh, First Amendment, I got the right to free speech. No, you don't. There is responsibility that comes with all of that. So you have to pick and choose your words wisely. But I think that if you're going to motivate someone, then you better, you know, dance the dance. You better be telling the God's honest truth. And you can't screw up. You can't have a fallback if those are the things. You know, because then it's a whole new narrative once you go into the I quit my job because of this. Uh, Because then people will question, well, what about the last five years when you said everything Mm -hmm. was great? I mean, well, what about people who don't quit their jobs that are suffering with mental health issues and then push it until they totally snap and break? So it's kind of like, would you rather him say, "Okay, I'm realizing I'm having some issues mentally here. I need to step back, work on myself, get it together so I don't have a mental break versus going crazy and shooting up some kids in the library. And then people be like, why didn't you just quit your job and take care of yourself? No, I wish that when, well, him in particular, I'm guessing that's what you're talking about. I wish he would have, when he identified it, talked about it. Because I I think that yeah. it's wonderful if, in this case, like mental health, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody has that issue, we can, he tells the story, and then we can learn from it. I think that's great. Yes, you know, I agree with that. Okay, but that should have happened years prior. Because now I don't believe anything the guy said. So if the guy originally would have come out, there's a lot of people on social media that talk about mental health and stuff. And you go, okay, well, if I'm going to follow your story, I've got to believe you, and that story's got to be believable. And if that's what you're going through, I, me, you, her, somebody might be going through the same thing. And I want to learn from you. I want to get better with you. Thank you for motivating me. But if you come out after you've had this whole run of my life is great, you know, mental health just doesn't pop up, right? It's an ongoing thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, the last five, I'm just saying five for 
for conversation's sake. But the last five years has been, you know, phony baloney. Well, how do we know it didn't just come up on him and it just got overwhelming for him? Well, then, I mean, that's, I guess, an, ar- an argument you could make. I'm just assuming that that's the case. I think there's mm-hmm. some value in coming out, though, and saying, like, I presented this way because I was dealing with X, Y, and Z. I think there's, there's especially when you have that many followers, saying, like, hey, I go through this, too. I deal with this, too, uh, is is potentially yeah. valuable. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you come, I don't know what his exact message was, but. If he would have come out and you know, he said, hey, look, I was trying the last five years, kind of what Nelson said. I believe that. You know, people, if you say something to yourself long enough, it becomes true. And if you post something long enough, it in your head becomes true and even becomes true to the audience. So uh, if, you know, if he would have come out and said, hey, look, I was I was trying to fight it. I was I was lying to myself. Um, but now I, I realized that it got so bad where I need to get some. You know, I need to get some help, you know, so that's the case. I don't know. I just saw that and I was like, you know, this is this is why when you follow people and it's just like I'll mute people that I just don't believe that you're just I just know that are lying. I just, I just don't believe them, yeah. you know, especially ones that, you know, the, the kiss ass company posters, you know, the teamwork and, the, and, and like and I like I know you. You're, <laughs> there's no way mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you kind of want to reply to it and be like, dude, come on. Who are you trying to kid? You know, you're trying to kid. Your 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 non P one followers on social media is what you're trying to do, and you're trying to have this fake facade of a, an image on social media. It just bothers me. Drives me insane. His followers are loyal because he did a GoFundMe to raise money and spread library love, and he's already got twenty thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Well, good for him in that case. Yeah, right. I mean, so the I'm not. It's not all doom and gloom. I'm no. just, I'm just, I'm using him as an example. He's stepping down, but he's still, you know, wanting to give back to the kids, and so that's why he's I, doing this fundraiser. I promise you, there are a lot worse case scenarios out there. Oh yeah, I promise. For you. sure, not this guy. I'm just using him as an example because it was a story I saw last night. All right, first round of headlines, and then we are going to put my amazing popcorn eating to the test. Yes, right. That we are. That's what Kyle's here today to do. Bring in popcorn. <laughs> All right, what do you got? I want to tell you how the weather is changing drastically soon and who was finally executed after a 50-year stay. You sound so happy about that. <laughs> I am. We're going to tell you who's executed today. I am going to tell you. All right, uh, first round of headlines here coming up next. Hang on. Alien and Farm on the bill, the new released lineup for Aftershock this year. We'll get to that later on in the show. All right, first round of headlines uh, thanks to good guys, heating and air, 530-GOOD-AIR, Nikki D. A blizzard is coming, and not from Dairy Queen, H1. By Thursday morning, things are changing quickly, as we're expected to see Sierra snowfall early Thursday morning. This so, is going to be one of the, what? I'm Why are you at, looking like that? Because I'm looking at Kyle when you did the audio, and it's coming from, it's just so weird. You just need to calm I can't down. concentrate today. The most impactful storm of the winter is in uh, Sierra, and it's on the way. There's supposed to be uh, inches and inches of snow that's going to be falling beginning this morning. How does that affect us here? Well, we're going to be getting rain for the next three days. The right. temperature is going to drop. It's going to be pretty cold. It's not expected to snow here but the weather is going to be changing because of the snow that's happening in the Sierra Nevada area. Yeah, it's, and it's it's so crazy, and it's kind of neat. Again, you know, we're new. You know, we're only actually almost a year to the day in, uh, but it's like to drive 30 minutes and to be able to see snow. Mm-hmm. It, it, like, even if you drive another 30 minutes, you're in the desert. And mm-hmm. I still haven't done it. It's just freaky. I know when I was driving across country uh, to get here a year ago, 
And you know, it was like in a movie. You know, you're driving through uh, the desert or the mountains or the hills or whatever. And then, like five minutes later, you see snow on the ground right next to you. It's just trippy. I don't know. I've never seen it before. I was like, that's not real when you watch it in movies. That doesn't really happen. You know, like the cowboy movies where they're, they're riding, it's real hot, and then they end up stopping and there's snow on the ground next to them. Right. Like, that's neat. Does that really happen? It does. It's yeah. a real It's a real thing. And, like, this snow is just north of the Bay Area, right? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's just right up there. And that's where you live over there, right, Kyle? Yes. Yeah, so you can drive, like, 10 minutes and go see it. No, I'm not. No. No? I'm not 10 minutes. That's no. crazy. Okay. All right. Second story, please. Can one be proud of holding a death row record? H2. Idaho's longest-serving death row inmate will be executed. Thomas Creech's execution is now scheduled for February 28th. That execution, unfortunately, did not happen. Thomas Eugene, Eugene Creech is Idaho's Longest death row inmate. He has been in there since 1974. Wow. He initially went in prison because he killed two people and they gave him a death sentence, which was then overturned because of the laws in Idaho. Well, while in prison, he beat and killed a 22 year old disabled uh, man who came in there and then he got death. Again, he was sentenced to death row because of that. Well, when they tried to execute him yesterday, what happened is they tried eight times to put an IV in his arm, and they could not get it in. Couldn't find a vessel. They could not get a vein. So uh, they made the decision to go ahead and halt the execution. At this point, not sure if they're going to try again or if they're just going to let this man stay in prison. Because at this point, he's 73 years old. He's been in there 50 years on death row. Actually, that's kind of brilliant. I never thought about that. In order for them to find a vein, you have to be hydrated. Mm -hmm. So if you know you're about to be executed by lethal injection, just become dehydrated. No, they'll never never find a vein. They'll never find a vein. Like they can never. um, I guess I'm always dehydrated when I give blood. They can never find a vein in me. (laughs) You know, like go out there and drink a bunch of water. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But this guy is probably the most pissed off guy in America today. He's been waiting to die for how many years? No, he's happy today because him and his lawyer have been trying to appeal, appeal, appeal so he can stay alive. Yeah, but if if I if I were in death row for how many years? 50. 50 years. I'm yeah. on death row. Like get it over with. Right. No, I think if you want to live, you don't want to get it over with and that he wants to live. Mm. He they gave him his last meal. They let him sit with his wife. He married one of the correctional officers that work at the what? prison. He married their mother. Yeah, you know that's oh, his wife. Mother. You know how that goes. That's a flex. Yeah. Well, I've never heard of that marrying a correctional officer's mother. No, yeah. I've never heard of that. But that's you've, new. You've heard of, you know, onlyconvicts.com, the dating mm-hmm. site and stuff like that. No, there is no dating site onlyconvicts.com. <laughs> I know I people who date convicts. Absolutely. Plenty of guys on deathrow.com. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you are people who date convicts. That's why I'm saying. Oh, hush, Nelson. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would, I would appeal because I don't like needles. And that would be your argument. Yeah. It's like, I don't do needles. Disregard the three people I killed. I don't like needles. I'm Kyle, and I'm staying right here. He actually killed five people. Five people. And yeah. I don't like needles. Still hate needles. Staying Still right hate needles. <laughs> All right, so we're going to put this to the test. Y'all thought I was crazy when I tell you how I eat my popcorn. Uh, it's, it's, it's delicious. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else eats their popcorn like this. I'll explain here in a minute, but it involves popcorn. It involves some seasoning. It involves some cheese. And it involves some cheese. The cheese scares me so bad. All right. Well, Kyle's going to get this because he's not doing anything else. So he's going to get this ready to go. (laughs) 
chilling. I, 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 I'm not bashing you. I'm just saying you're not doing God anything. Kyle's just... not doing anything else. Because if Kyle was doing <laughs> something right. right now, that would mean this is going wrong. Just right. popcorn and vibes. We'll call it the popcorn test popcorn here in a minute. Hang on. Appreciate you listening. It's the BS. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Uh, there's Nelson. I can't even see Nelson. He's off camera. So I don't even know what's going on. Could just get... There's Kyle doing nothing. Literally nothing. Well, that's not true. So, Nelson's frustrated because he's got to push all the buttons from another state. Kyle's bored. That's why he went to go make us popcorn, which is very sweet. Is this just a... Pr- Don't eat yet. You can't eat... Just because you brought it doesn't mean you can eat it yet. We got to do it together. Well, I can't hear huh. you. I don't know if Nelson <laughs> has to turn your microphone. Four. There's number four. All right, four and a half is the over of your screw Wait, that's... I, I have that down as three. What was number four? Don't argue with them. We're going to win some money here. All right. So, uh, I I don't know. I guess in theory you, but you'll never get it. Oh, okay. I'm betting 10 against that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I would have taken the over two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. So, uh, so the other day I was telling a story about, you know, family night, which is great. You know, especially when your kids get older, you just don't have it as, as, as much as you did when they were younger, right? So me, my wife, and, and my daughter, who's 18, we all got into the bed, and all five dogs were in the bed, and we had snacks, we had Oreo cookies, we had popcorn, we had uh, soda pop, and we watched uh, old school 80s Patrick Dempsey movie, Can't Buy Me Love, and that's the good stuff, right? That's the good stuff when, you're, when, you're, when you have a family. And so my wife knows that's the way I eat popcorn. My daughter thinks it's weird. My wife actually, I think, does it now. I believe she likes it. So the way that I eat popcorn, well, first off, it's important for you to know that I won't eat any snacks with my hands. All my snacks have to be in a cup. So if I'm, I'm a big trail mix guy, so if I'm driving and I have trail mix or cashews, it's in a cup and I just drink it out of the cup. When I go to the theater, right, and I'm watching a movie, uh, I'll take, I'll get a courtesy cup and I'll bring trail mix with me and I'll mix the popcorn in there and I'll drink it out of the cup. I just don't want that. I don't want it on my hands. I don't want it on my fingers, right? Because you really never get it off. So you go under the sink, under the faucet. So what I do with the popcorn is, you know, we season it with like some garlic uh, salt or garlic powder and do a little sprinkle of Parmesan cheese, shake it all about, preferably in one of those stainless steel bowls, those mixing bowls. And then the way that I eat it is I'll take a craft uh, single, you know, the, the over-processed, really cheap craft single, even store-bought, that's fine, or store brand is fine. And then you rip off a little piece of that, and then you kind of use it as tongs to grab the popcorn. Yes. Like, you don't want to leave your fingerprints on the popcorn. Now, I don't think that's odd. I did not invent this. I learned this from somebody else, like, when I was a kid. Uh, I think that's when I learned it. But when I told it to y'all, y'all looked at me like I was crazy. Insane. Insane. Yes. Yeah, not something I, I'm uh, excited about I, trying. I, I contend it's different. It doesn't sound bad. It just is not a thing I've ever heard of in my life. Wait, it's not like I'm saying have peanut butter and jelly and mayonnaise or something like that. It's not disgusting. It's just a different way to do something. And I've got to tell you, a little side note here. I was very heartbroken. I felt targeted by y'all because here's the deal. I'm sure you people in this room do some weird things with your food. 
And I don't judge you, but you guys were very judgmental on me. Very judgy. And I, I was. I'm gonna admit that. And I haven't been yeah, able to sleep I since. I, I was not. I'm gonna. I'm no. I was not judging. Well, you get lumped uh, in when Nikki I'm says Kyle, one thing. Everybody's judging. Like, she's the team winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get with the program, Kyle. Be on our team. All right. So yeah, Kyle. So Kyle was sweet enough because he knew he was coming in today, not doing anything. Yeah. So he was sweet enough to bring some popcorn and cheese and all that stuff. Now, granted, it's not the legit way of doing it. Because this is not the processed. Uh, this is this is fancy cheese. Yeah, it's a Trader Joe's brand sharp cheddar. It doesn't get a lot fancier than this. Some of us don't make that sports money, so some of us have to do the store bought bought stuff. Yeah, you know, some of us don't have the Kyle cash. Yeah. So, it, oh, so this isn't the plastic. No. Okay, I didn't think no. it was. I thought this looked like some real cheese. Okay. So this you're not going to get the full effect, but you'll get the idea. I think I'm going to get a better effect. Well, it, you you might like this. I mean, That's the, what I'm saying. the cheddar, but the idea of the the there's something about that processed cheese and the wrapper and the flimsiness and like the plasticky feel. Uh, and it's, it's e- the ritual. And it, it may be. And it's easier to tong the popcorn with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think Nelson's mm-hmm. trying to get a hold of somebody here. I'm trying to get a hold of Kyle. Okay. Okay. Starts, say hit the button on the start streaming, Kyle. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you want to go first? Trying. You want to? That's fine. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna, we'll do. Bite my ass. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. You know, that's just how it's going to be today. All right. You want to try this, Nikki? All right, I'll try it. Okay. All right. So I got to no, roll no, it. No, 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 no. This is not a taco. You're not listening to anything I'm saying. You I get, thought it was a taco. I thought it was too. No. You said you roll it up in I there did so not. you don't touch the popcorn. I did not. I said you 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 rip <laughs> off you rip off a piece of the cheese. Okay. You now I'm judging. Just rip off a small piece of the cheese like this. Oh, so a small piece of cheese? You could go small so like that, small. or you can go a little bit bigger. Like okay, now I'm confused. This is totally. You different. could do that. Okay. Okay, because you're not you're not eating a bunch. You're not shoving popcorn in your mouth. It's just a couple bites. You, okay. Okay. So, yeah, but what do you mean a couple of bites? Like a couple of kernels of popcorn? Yeah, that's it. You know, how many kernels of popcorn are you putting in your mouth at once? It all depends on the size of the cheese. You all right. Eat. So, I'm the, this. so Max, what? You can watch this live on Facebook right now. Yeah. Are we on the right. stream? Okay. Yes, so we are. this piece of cheese Perfect. I pulled. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Try to put two kernels. One, that's on a here. one kernel piece. Oh, I'm gonna try. That's two. all you need. I can't eat little. Bits of popcorn. We're enjoying, popcorn. We're enjoying our, our popcorn. That's we're not trying great. to down it. We're just enjoying ourselves. Popcorn gets cold fast. Okay. So you got a couple in there? Yeah, I got three. Okay. The idea is not to get your fingers on the popcorn, though. It's to wrap the cheese around you it. You just said I'm not wrapping it because it's not a taco. I did not say that. <laughs> I said you wrapped the little piece. You were trying to wrap the whole mm-hmm. piece. Okay. Well, at this point, Same with the piece idea, I got, small I, piece. I can't wrap it. Okay. Well, go ahead. All right. Oh, my God. That's so crunchy. Really crunchy. You're loud. <laughs> okay, I'm so that all the way in Nebraska. Uh-huh, I can't. Because Kyle got quality cheese, it's not gross. That's good. Um, however.com, it's not something I'd ever sit around and eat. Yeah. No. It feels like a lot of work for some popcorn. It's, it does. It, it, you know, no, it really today's does. show is a lot of work. All right, but we have to do it. I disagree. So, <laughs> it's not working hard at all. <laughs> so, it's not a lot of work if you get used to it. Okay. Now, did you get Nelson some popcorn? Uh, yeah, just FedEx mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right, would you like to try it? Guys? Yeah, I'm going to try it. Since you brought it all? Yeah. Would you like to pay for me to pay you back for this stuff? Or are you good? No, that's no, right. You make all... that sports money. Yeah. <laughs> I make that $14 an hour. We're yeah. good. Okay. Now, that's not too big a piece of cheese that Kyle has? It's up. To, there's no rules, Nelson. There was just rules when Nikki D was trying to exactly. eat with the cheese. There, exactly. No, this is. There this are is no just, rules to this. You know? This is my first time doing this, but I am absolutely dominating okay. in this space. Okay, go ahead. That, that's a good That's a good grab right there. Thank you. 
Yeah. That was so n- gross. Nowhere near as crunchy <laughs> as Nikki's. <by> the <laughs> you didn't no. get a good crunch. That was not a good crunch. Or <laughs> it, okay. These aren't two flavors I want together. Why not? It's just. Is it the, the different kinds of cheese? Is it Watch. the garlic? Because you did everything on there, right? The garlic powder. Yeah, you put the things on here. Yeah, I did it. Watch. I, I did a. Watch. Like, Let yeah. me show you. Okay. So I ripped yeah. off, you know, about an inch piece okay. of cheese. I got that sitting there. I just grabbed the cheese, flap it on the popcorn, you know, wow, whatever man. I pick up. Yep. I eat like maybe. <laughs> How did I get squishy popcorn? That's the. Man, that's a hip snips right there. Mm. Hip snips. snips. I don't know. It's real dry in the back of my throat, too. I think Ooh. that's because of the cheese. We're Saturday night. I oh. think I would way rather eat just cheese by itself you can't. along with popcorn. I'm just you eating can't. the popcorn by itself because it's delicious. I really like it. Okay, well. I don't know what kind it's it is. It's that Greek seasoning. Now, whatever the season it is you put on the popcorn, I'm going to give you props for that. Well, I, don't I will you. definitely start putting that on my popcorn. Well, here's the deal. Again, no rules, but you guys can't just eat the popcorn right now. So oh. you either eat the cheese with the popcorn or put the plate aside, and we'll continue with the show. Because that's that's just, like I said, no rules to You're this. You're going to force us to eat cheese when the oh. popcorn is so delicious? You know how I am with my things, like yes. with my burgers. I tried it. Yeah, but it, you either got to, you, you know, you either got to partake in the whole system or none at all. On second bite, there was a better popcorn to cheese ratio. That's up to you. That's that on you. That better. That was better that time. That's on you. That's yeah, the other thing. And I failed to bring that up. It is the cheese to popcorn ratio. Yeah, I had too much mm. cheese last But time. that's all on your taste buds and your palate. Yeah, a thousand mm. percent. I don't know your palate. No, you no. And you don't know my palate. I did no. it again with some cheese. Yeah, you need more popcorn than cheese for sure. Oh, there you go. Boom. Then okay. that's your palate. You know, and that's the options you have. Okay. It's so it. it's so freeing, right? But tell me again, what this, what's this seasoning, Kyle? Did you use exactly what he said? Uh, no, I brought my own <laughs> seasoning. Which one is it? Because it's delicious. It's, a, it is a it's called man sprinkle. It's a, it, <laughs> 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 it is a Greek seasoning from Pea Soup Andersons in San Anello. Shout Ooh. out Pea Soup Andersons. I a, need shout this. Shout out PSA. I, really I will need send this. you a link. What Thank he you. did was is he took his hat off and he put his head over the plate <laughs> and he shook his hair. Very Breakfast Club esque. <laughs> Shook his beard. Thank <laughs> you. It's very, very Breakfast Club esque, and it's 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 actually some people call it dandruff, uh, is what he put on there. So it's pretty good. So it's kind of fun. Dandruff I ever tasted. But here's the thing, you know, it's funny that there's some like I don't like my fingers, like you know, like suntan oil and stuff. I don't like my fingers getting. I don't like that. It's just I don't like the texture. I don't like the feel. Nikki's the exact opposite. Nelson, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever known this. She loves getting messy. I she do. does. She likes just digging in. She mm-hmm. really does. Getting sloppy fingers, sloppy hands. It's mm-hmm. so disgusting. Guess what? People <laughs> pay a lot of money to watch me eat mukbangs, and that's what they want. They want you to glop it, put it in, juice to run down your mouth, and they want you to smack loud. Can you go back to what you just said, mukbangs? Mm-hmm. What is a mukbang? So I get these seafood bags. Sometimes I make it myself, but most of the time I buy it because I cheat, and it comes with shrimp and crabs and you got to have the corn and eggs and sausage and you take it you gloop it in the sauce Mm -hmm. and then you put it in your mouth and you smack and let the juice run down and people love it i believe that a woman became a millionaire just from doing that i believe you yeah but i love watching large women at the mall cry and eat sloppy hamburgers that's always been one of my things you know every time 
Every time I go to the mall and I walk through the food court, I look to see if there's ever somebody doing that because you say it all the time. I've never seen it. On any, never. This is a scientific fact. On any given day, there is a large woman in a business outfit crying in the food court. Any given day because of their job. They work in the mall usually. Mm-hmm. And they always eat in ha- a hamburger. And I always seem to find them. And I'll sit, you know, across <laughs> from them. And I'll watch them. To find them. Yes, he seems to find them. And I got, <laughs> and I got, <laughs> and I got to tell you, uh, and 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 look, don't think I'm weird, but this is this. It's it's very erotic to me. Oh, I find it God. very. It turns me on to see that. It's not a bash on these women. I find it very attractive, very sexy, and they usually have an overabundance of mustard. That's on the hamburger. That's just juicing out. You know, like when the meat kind of squeezes out the back, and then you get the 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 the, the meat juice and the mustard uh-huh. mix, and it's that texture, it's that consistency, and it drips down their face, and they're kind of leaning over their plate so they don't get it on their business outfit. That's hot. There's mm. something about that. Any given day, you go to a mall, you'll find them there. You know, like one of those Hillary Clinton outfits. You know, from Sears. You know, do you think this popcorn? Yeah, pantsuits. Do you think this is odder than uh, ketchup sandwiches? Absolutely. You think this is more weird than ketchup sandwiches? Yeah, because I've eaten a ketchup sandwich. Then you nasty. I'm not nasty. You nasty. When you kids, Janet, if you nasty. Some kids, you do things you got to do sometimes when you're hungry. Is my popcorn and cheese mixture more odd than Eggo waffles with melted sharp cheddar cheese? Um. Equal. Yeah, I think it's equal because that gives me the cinnamon roll cheese vibe. So that's probably really good. Or the apple pie cheese vibes. I've heard people that put a slice of American cheese on apple pie. What? All of it sounds equally disgusting. It actually tastes really good. Yeah, that's supposed rolls. to be Americana too, and right. I don't get that. Yeah, uh-huh. like there was a craft commercial that used to run where they would put cheese on all these different things, and I was like, who thought that this was a good idea? Like cheese goes on just about anything. I agree. Mm-hmm. But uh, apple pie? No, 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 not so much. What about those people that cut up hot dogs and put it in everything? I put it in noodles. It's delicious ramen. What? Noodles? Yeah, ramen noodles, hot dogs. Add you some cheese in that. Little hot sauce is delicious. So green stamp. So what? So green stamp. Why you say that? It just seems like (laughs) it seems like seems like all right. We're down to the last week of food in the bunker. I don't know if the I don't know if we can go out because of the fallout. It just seems like to be a normal lunch for me. End of the world stuff. Well, you know, if you grew up with that, like I think most of us grew up with the spam, and we grew up with the beanie weenies and Mm -hmm. and uh, those those types of things. As you get older, fried bologna sandwiches. Yeah, I still make those. Right, and then as you get older. You're supposed to grow out of it, especially you know when you have a make a living. Sometimes you need the nostalgia of it, and you. I did that the other night with some noodles. I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. How about grape jelly on grilled cheese? More no. odd than my popcorn I'd cheese mixture. No, I can't do grape jelly on oh, the grilled that cheese. That doesn't sound right. My dad that. used to do grape jelly with bologna sandwiches. That's gross. Chili and cinnamon rolls. That's a Nebraska thing. No, that's a Nelson thing. Is it? Is that a Midwest thing? It's, I mean, it's specifically a Nebraska thing, but th- some of the rest of the Midwest has adopted it. It was, Part of it was that we would get it at school lunch. They would serve it that way. And then there's a local restaurant here that's like a Midwest craze called Runza. It's like a meat pocket, essentially, and they serve it as well. It's a big ad campaign they run. Cinnamon rolls and chili are back. I would assume it's very similar to cornbread and chili. Yeah, a little sweeter, though, because you got the like that the frosting sense. of a cinnamon roll. You know. 
How about uh, making a ham salad by grinding up uncooked hot dogs and mixing them with sweet relish and mayonnaise? No. That sounds equally as good as ham salad sounds, so yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, here's one. Look, I'm a milk drinker. Uh, I like, especially at night, it's, you know, with acid reflux, it kind of coats your stomach and stuff. But when you're a kid, you know, at least Gen Xers, we were usually given milk with everything. Mm-hmm. So we had to learn to mix the milk. Like our parents were like, drink the milk. It's good for you. Makes you have strong bones. And then here's some spaghetti. Not yes. not realizing they don't go together. <laughs> At all. Right? But there, as you get older, there are still some people that have to have milk with everything, probably because they're programmed as a kid. So the popcorn, cheese, Bailey mixture, and having milk with anything, like spaghetti, pizza, steak. Mm-mm. Strange. Very strange. Yeah. They even did that to school in school, right? They give you the little. Yeah, they gave us the milk. At least we got a little chocolate, though. It had a little flavor. You'd have to have the sloppy joes or beefaroni, and then mm-hmm. wash it down with a little chocolate thing of milk. milk. Yeah, pretty gross, huh? All right. Well, if you got any strange mixtures and you want to be a part of this conversation, feel free nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Thank you for doing something today, Kyle, and bringing You're welcome. bringing in the popcorn and cheese. That was very sweet of you. Uh, thank you very much. Aftershock, the lineup for uh, this upcoming. Uh, year was announced yesterday, so we'll go through uh, most of the line. I mean, it's so big, there's no way we can get through the entire lineup. So some of the highlights of the bands that Aftershock will have this year, we'll go through those here next. Hang on. The uh, lineup for Aftershock was released yesterday uh, for October 10th to the 13th, Discovery Park. I mean, we should be proud of this because a concert of this magnitude is in our own backyard. I had buddies of mine that live in Daytona Beach that we're talking about it, saying that they got to, because the lineup is so great, you know, especially if you like heavier rock, you know, with bands like Slayer and Slipknot. And, you know, we knew Maiden was coming, so that's cool. Like, I would honestly just go for Iron Maiden, but uh, you have Judas Priest that's on there, Five Finger Death Punch, Pantera. Uh, I believe Pantera was supposed to be there last year, if memory serves. Am I right on that? You guys remember? Yes, I feel Pantera like they was were. I'm there. not sure what happened at that. Then- go, go ahead. ahead. They backed out. They backed out, okay. right, for whatever reason. Disturb's going to be there. Mastodon. So, I mean, it's a pretty, you know, heavy lineup. Anthrax, uh, Ministry, you know, some of the Cold Chamber. Uh, and it, So, there's one band that I, I'm not familiar with, but we have to have a conversation with them. Lorna Shore, right? And I know they're a big band, right, or bigger mm-hmm. band. Yeah, and but, a heavy band. Yeah, so, like, we need to talk about your logo, it is horrible for marketing. It is not legible at all. I well, would have never figured out who that band was. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a bunch of vines and stuff, right? Like yeah. the L yeah. and the S are all like distended and stuff is coming off of them. And yeah. It's one of those things like unless you know, you know. Exactly. And I'm sitting here looking at this printout even yesterday. You know, like on Instagram, unlike Facebook, you can't take your fingers and zoom in. Mm-hmm. And even when I did zoom in, I couldn't read it. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're not familiar with the band and the logo, you got no idea. So I don't know. I think you guys need to change your logo, to be New honest marketing. with you. Especially like for people like me that are losing their eyesight at 48. And I'm sitting here, even with my glasses on, I can't read it. So outside of like the heavier bands, uh, you got Motley Crue, which, you know, I guess it's all uh, relative if you consider Motley Crue a heavier band. But, I mean, they're the godfathers of dirt rock. And uh, you've it, uh, Bad Flowers, Skillet, Falling in Reverse, Breaking Benjamin, Evanescence. This, you know, this is cool. You not only have Dropkick Murphys, 
uh, Murphy's, but you also have Flogging Molly, which I think is really, really cool. Filter is going to be there. Edema is going to be there, which I think they just fired their lead singer for whatever reason, and I like Edema. Uh, Seven Dust, love me some LJ. He's going to be there. Clutch is going to be there. Drowning Pool, Head P.E., From Ashes to New. Eagles oh, of Head P.E., that's awesome. Yeah, also El Nino is on El the lineup. El Nino? Yeah, El, El Nino's Nino is on the lineup. awesome. What's that? Nothing. Yeah, keep, keep telling me more about him. <laughs> Please. Please tell me more about El Nino. <laughs> Marky Ramon, Tom Morello, just Tom Morello. But uh, Body Count will be there, so it'll be wow. interesting if they kind of get together. Uh, Power Man 5000. You know, I'm just going through some of the, you know, ones that I like here. So, I mean, it's a huge lineup. Uh, yeah, I think. I heard the disappointment. CKY? Was that, What's that? I said I heard the disappointment was that Foo Fighters wasn't coming. Bad Wolves are going to be there? Well, here's the thing. And I, I did a, a, a video about this last night. It drives me insane. What's wrong with you people? Like, anytime a lineup oh. comes out, it, and it has to be a lineup. It can't just be a one-off. Like mm-hmm. Brett Michaels Friday night, you can't complain about that, right? It's just Brett Michaels. It's you're either it's, going it's, or you're not. It, you're either going or you're not. Right. But when you have a festival, and and it doesn't matter where you're at in the world, if you don't like one little thing about this festival lineup, you feel the need to go to social media and vent your frustrations. Like it's going. What are you trying to accomplish? The 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 lineup's not going. I mean, the lineup will change, but it's not going to change for you. Right. Mm-hmm. There's going to be lineup changes leading up to Aftershock, but it's not going to change for you. And, and and I always go back to where we were at when when COVID was a thing in lockdown. Do you remember how miserable if you're a lot, if you are a true live music lover, do you remember? And I am. Do you remember how miserable we were that we could not see live music where we got so much PTSD from being on lockdown or not seeing or not going out and not seeing performances. And I'm just talking about the guy with an acoustic guitar at the Irish bar up the street. None of that was happening. We got so in our own heads that we were thinking that we would never see live music ever again. Mm -hmm. Now remember the first concert that you went and saw after all that stuff went away. It probably wasn't even a band you were into. You just wanted to get out of the house. Now, three years later, you little whiny bitch, you have concerts, you have uh, you have lineups, you have uh, huge bands that you might not ever see again, you know, and you're complaining because one band is not on the lineup. Yeah, that's that's the main thing that I kind of heard yesterday uh, is Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters, everybody want to see Foo Fighters. Because when I saw the list and I mean, we all know I don't know the, the most about rock. But when I saw the list, I thought, oh, people are going to love this because all the bands that I was seeing were the big name bands that I knew, heard, familiar. I'm like, okay. And then people were like, yeah, but the Foo Fighters aren't there. I'm like, yeah, but you guys got all these other people. Like, this is a sick lineup. I mean, it abs- I mean, the the mixture of bands, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen a lineup so cool. And that's just the word to use. Cool. Highly suspect. Love highly suspect. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned uh, Seven Dust, but also Cypress Hill. Is is going to be there? Uh, Rise against is is on the bill. I mean, and they, and they, I believe they've added another stage this year. I think if I read that correctly, I just yes, they have an additional stage. I just don't know how you Please. can complain about something that one you can't control, and two, like it, it, there's a reason why probably that band that you wanted on the lineup is not there. 
and it's because they're touring on their own or they've got something else going on. You know, so what that means is if they are touring on their own, you can go see them by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe like two other opening acts or something to that effect. You know, Foo Fighters might be in the studio. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what goes through that guy's head. I don't know what he's doing. He's out there cooking for the homeless. He's doing good things in the world. Right. I have no idea what Dave Grohl's doing. You know, but I know he's not, as of right now, going to be at Aftershock. Uh, but this is great. This is a concert for somebody like Nikki D that needs to go to because you will experience heavy metal. Mm-hmm. You will experience a heavier side of rock and roll. Oh, really? Yes. Which is which is a good thing because in my experience, 30 years in this business and going to concerts even longer than that, the heavier, the rocker, the rock fan, the cooler. Like, the, they're, they're so loyal to the music mm-hmm. and they're loyal to the ritual. They're loyal to the mosh. And it's just a different experience. The heavier the rocker, and I'm not saying the lighter, not cooler. I'm just saying there's a different level of rock and roll with the heavier rock fan. Agreed. I would hope that they're not going to go out there and mosh in that heat. It's hot out there. They're going to mosh in that heat. Did You Whoa. You weren't listening to any of that lineup. Whoa. It's going to be a constant <laughs> mosh pit. Yeah. It, it's, it will be, in front of the stages, a constant dust-up. Yes. Is what it's going to be. It's going to be the best pit maybe that's ever existed, honestly, with that lineup and where that's at. Having gone to Aftershock last year, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, this is this is, this is is strong. And we'll have tickets eventually. Not today, but, you know, we'll have tickets eventually to give you and, and all the good stuff. But, I mean, this is way cool. Woo! Mastodon. I say Mastodon. I don't know if you did, but that's awesome. You want to talk heavy. Now, this isn't a bash. I don't want to be hypocritical. But one band that I was thinking of that would fit in perfectly to this lineup, Skindred. Skindred would fit perfectly into this lineup. There's a name I haven't heard in a while, Skindred, yeah. Love Benji. Love, love, love Benji. Love Skindred. Uh, But I was, like, looking at it, and I'm going, you know what? That's pretty, like, I could see them coming on before, you know, whatever. You know, they're, they're such a great... You would like Skindred. I would. Yeah. Okay. They're reggae meets heavy metal. Okay. Lead mm-hmm. singer, big black guy, British mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Very sweet. Very nice. Um, so I don't know. Are you complaining about the lineup? I was waiting for somebody to say that. <laughs> 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 Funny. Glad you're here today. Low hanging fruit. Glad you're here today. All right, uh, second round of headlines. Two big stories from today. What do you got over there? I'm going to tell you what comedy great has passed and why horse cops are getting heat on the internet. P.O.D. Sonny, P.O.D. will be at Aftershock. All right? Youth of a Nation. Now I feel so alive. Right, alive. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Love P.O.D. Yes. This is great. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right, second round of headlines here next. Hang on. It's top two. Headlines, read Hey, hang tight, Nikki D. Kyle in Sacramento digging the Aftershock lineup, yes? Yeah, man. I just wanted to say how cool it is that, um, for once, they have multiple bands from, like, the same genre, you know, and and, and actual prehistoric facts. Slayer and Pantera have toured together before. Iron Maiden, Anthrax, and Priest have toured, you know. So it's cool to be able to, like, know going into it, I'm going to see, you know, the genres of bands that I want to see separate. I mean, Botley Crew, 
it's really cool, man. Yeah. See, it really is. See, that's the attitude you should have, right? And plus you're outside. Mm-hmm. Weather's going to be nice. I mean, uh, what else do you got going on for a couple days other than to see just about every band a rock lover could could want to see, you know, for the price of admission? It's great. I love it. And I love that attitude. Thanks for listening, Kyle. I got to run, okay? Checks in the well, mail. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll see you. What? Nothing. Checks in the mail. All right, second round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys heating and air. 530, good air. All right, good. We've lost another comedy great, H3. It's kind of starting to dawn on me what's going on. What are you talking about? You're putting me in your will because you want me to put you in my will. Would I be that shallow and that manipulative? Yes. That's comedian Richard Lewis. Sadly, he died Tuesday night after suffering a heart attack. He's best Mm. known for his role in Curb Your Enthusiasm. He also did stand-up for many, many years. Um, Anything But Love with Jamie Lee Curtis in the early 80s and 90s was another show he did. And a movie he starred in was Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, if you see just about every comic in the comic world right now paying tribute paying tribute mm-hmm. because they just always looked up to to richard lewis it's it's very you know i never personally got into like i wasn't a richard lewis you know on on the newsletter the fan club <laughs> but you know he was great at what he did he had his own style he stood out and when and he was noticeable you know and that's the thing right you got to stand out somehow either by the look or your delivery your inflection your timing whatever the case may be mm-hmm. Uh, and just to see all these different comics that I follow paying tribute to them and sharing their stories, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty sad. You know, he was how old? He was 76. 76. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all right. That's yeah. a 76. You're getting into a good run there. You can't be mad at 76. Isn't that, isn't it sad how we, how we weigh out? Like, oh, he, he lived oh, long enough. So it's fine. fine. Like the late, the lady yesterday at what, 116? <laughs> yes, right. 116. We were like, good run, man. I mean, was, nobody was sad. It was time for you to go. 76. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Right. She does another story later on. Somebody's 38, and you're like, oh, it's so sad. That's so horrible. Tragic. <laughs> that's tragic. Start a GoFundMe. Too young. Amen. All right, second story. A police horse and a dog attack has the internet split. H4. If a Tampa man is apologizing to deputies after his pit bull attacked a police horse during Gasparilla. I guess this happens a lot more than I know. That was an attack that happened in Florida. Well, this attack happened in L.A. And there's a video that's going around now that's viral. That's not a new video, by the way. This is like a year old. And you see in the video, these two police um, horse are patrolling in downtown L.A. area. And this dog comes out of nowhere and starts nipping at the horse's uh, feet. So the one cop jumps off his horse and pulls out his baton and he hits the dog to get him to go away. Of course, people online are in an uproar like, that's animal cruelty. You shouldn't hit the dog. There's a better way to handle it. But what was the man supposed to do? Well, keep your dog on a leash. First of all, what the, the so guy California. claims. Right. The guy claims that his dog jumped out of the window. That's why he wasn't on a leash. But my dog's on a leash even when she's in my car. Yeah. The, the, and the dog just wanted to play with the horse. You could tell it wasn't trying to attack the horse. Well, they said he was biting the horse's ankle. He was nipping. He was playing. That's how dog, the tail was wagging. He wasn't growling. The dog, so if that horse goes and bucks up and the officer that's on it falls off and busts his head open and dies, then, oh, it's just the dog's playing? Oh, no, I didn't say that you shouldn't hit it with a baton. I'm just saying the dog wasn't trying to bite the horse. <laughs> well, you have to hit the dog with a baton when it's out of control like that. I agree. I, did, I, did, I didn't say the opposite. Okay, well, as long as you agree, because I thought she, you were going to be with the people. Is like, she oh, deaf? Don't hit the dog. Does she I, listen to anything I say? I don't know that she's listening to this show currently, no. I mean, like, it's it's nothing. And it's zero. You just, you're in your own head. You're listening okay. to your own stuff. 
course you got to hit the dog. And I love dogs. She's just really excited about beating a dog. So she's like, well, you got to no. beat the dog, though, right? <laughs> I'm not excited. I just can't understand why people are so upset about it. Finally, my chance. Well, because a dog was hit <laughs> on camera and nothing yeah. really happened. Now, if the dog, like, jumped up in the horse and bit into the side of it and ripped right. a piece of flesh out, they would have a different opinion. But the dog did look like it was plain, you know, so that's why they're upset about it. But you know what? You know, the horse was about to, fr- you know, let's give a little credit to the horse. The horse held it together. As best, yes, as yeah. he could. I mean, the horse did a little, mm-hmm. and that was about it. It's pretty good. All right, Brett Michaels, tomorrow night. I want to see you at Thunder Valley, the venue. It's the Party Gras Tour. This is big. You got to be there. Mark McGrath, Steve Ajiri, formerly of Journey, Lita Ford. I got a pair of passes for you to join me tomorrow night for the big show. We're going to do a round of Nothing Personal, where we go to our super secret special website, find real stories of people in and around Sacramento that had a brush with love and are trying to find that person once again. You, with the help from Nikki D, have to tell me man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. You get it right, you get a point. If not, the other person gets the steal. I just need some players. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Sorry, line it up. Brett Michaels tickets up for grabs here next. Hang on. Welcome back. It's the BS. By the way, those that are on the live stream on the uh, Facebook at Listen to the BS of the 90 Rock Facebook, I'm really enjoying this, this ABA stuff that you guys got me doing. You are. <laughs> this Ask Bailey Anything. I mean, I've never talked about so many random things that actually enjoy everything from arcades to comics to nipples. I just wish we would have thought of this sooner to get you into the streaming thing. Just to ask Bailey questions and then he'll be excited about it. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. I'm waiting for people to start juicing me for inside intel, which I'll spill because I don't care. Uh, My name's Jason Bailey. Thanks for listening right there, Nikki D. There's Nelson. uh, There's Kyle. Brett Michaels tomorrow. Be there. I'll be there. You need to be there. Uh, It's the Party Gras Tour. Thunder Valley, the venue. Brett's bringing Mark McGrath. Steve Ajiri, formerly of Journey. And Lita Ford. This is going to be a blast. And uh, we've got tickets right now. We'll have uh, our last pair of tickets tomorrow, but you can buy tickets if you don't get them, which I'd highly suggest. Uh, Ticketmaster.com. Don't know how many seats are left, but the venue is a fantastic well, venue. Uh, Warren in Lincoln. Good morning. Good morning. All right. I need to get you some competition. All right. There's a new way I got to do this. Is that Sarah and Sack? This is Sarah. Did I do it? No. You I, did it. Uh, you gotta oh. press the other little. Is this Hello. Sarah and Sack? This is Sarah. I did Still it. Not. Nope. I did it. Look, I did it. I'm hearing black her. button down. I did it. I did it. Look, I did the button. Here's pushing the button. Okay, we'll figure I it out. Both of them. Yeah. They're both there. That just didn't do what he was supposed to do. I don't oh, know. Sorry, guys. We got this new thing going on today. Like uh, Nelson's uh, controlling everything from his BlackBerry uh-huh. in a bunker uh-huh. in Nebraska. <laughs> Kyle showed up to bring popcorn. Nikki's talking to this guy from Saturday night. I'm answering comic book questions. <laughs> this is an absolute mess today. Absolute oh mess. God. Anyway. He pressed the button, Nelson. All right. Here's the deal. Uh, nothing personal. We go to our super secret special website, y'all. And these are real stories of real people in and around Sacramento that had a brush with love with somebody and are trying to find them once again. So I'm going to read you the story. It's a generic story. We take out all the, you know, his and hers and stuff like that. But there are clues. With the help from Nikki D, and she's going to help both y'all out, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman are your choices. You get it right, you get a point. If not, the competition gets the steal. Do we understand Warren? Do we understand Sarah? 
Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Here we go, guys. Rock and roll. Warren, you're up first since I took you first. Karaoke Saturday. Folsom. Karaoke Saturday. Folsom. You had the whole room captivated when you went up. The way you handled that mic had me jealous. I know I can be the one to make you hit the high notes. There are plenty of people ready to take you home, but none of them will treat you like the star you are. Despite the big glass of beer in front of me, I was definitely thirsty. Reach out to me. I've already got us signed up for a duet. <laughs> Double T. All right, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. About 30 seconds. Warren, Nikki, go ahead. All right, Warren. They are doing karaoke. That's the first thing. Um, Not that men don't sing. They do. But a lot of women groups go together for karaoke. Um, They're describing this person as captivating. They were rocking the mic. Um, I want to have you hit high notes, thinking they're a star. But here's where it gets a little tricky. Don't let the big glass of beer fool you. I'm still thirsty. That is is giving me it's a woman, but they're throwing me off to think it's a man. So I think it's woman for woman or possibly a man for a woman, but I'm I'm leaning more towards woman for woman. All right, woman. Uh, woman. Warren, what do you want to lock in? <laughs> well, I've never been called a woman before, but um, I think I'm going to go with Nikki D. You know, I think you're trying to throw me off, Bailey. Okay, well, what's your answer? Um, so we're going to go for woman for woman. All right, nicely. All right, Nikki, is that what we're going for, Nikki? Woman for woman, yeah. yes. There you go. Nicely done. That's wrong. Good. Incorrect. Oh. Yeah. oh, no. Sarah for the steal. What do you got? Woman for woman off the board. I think it's man for woman. That was my second option, so I'll definitely back that play. Yeah, she got it. All right, man for woman. You want to lock that in there, old Sarah? Locking it in. Yep. I got to tell you, absolutely, 100%. Right. That's right. Woohoo! Yeah. Good job, Sarah. All right, Sarah, board is yours. That's real loud, Nelson. Here okay. we go. Gotcha. Greenhaven Place, Sacramento, Sarah. Greenhaven Place, Sacramento. I was the one working with your dad last weekend. I'm sorry, but once you walked in, I was having a hard time concentrating. It was as if all my blood had rushed out of my head. Don't worry, though. My mouth was in perfect working order. <laughs> The way you watched me work and had me thinking those jeans of yours were just getting tight. Tight. Like tiger. I've got another job I'd like to show you. I work around the clock, and guess what? What? I don't charge overtime. (laughs) (laughs) That's it? That's it, yeah. Man Uh, for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Sarah Nikki D. All right, Sarah, I only have one thought with this one. Uh, There's a guy working with somebody else's dad. He said he was having a hard, if you know what I mean, time concentrating. And he was like, in those jeans. So I'm thinking this is man for man vibes. Man for man, Sarah. Into it. I was also thinking man for man. We're thinking the same thing then. Okay. That's the only thought I had. I didn't even have another option. Man for man. Want to lock that in, Sarah? Locking it in. That's right. Let's go. Yep, there you go. Wow. Nice to go. Good job. That's sweet of you, Warren. 
He's <laughs> cheering us on. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dang, good play, good play. Let's get yep. let's get you on the board, buddy. Here you go. Next one, nothing personal. Brett Michaels tickets up for grabs. Bannister Park, Carmichael. Okay. I know this is a long shot. I saw you walking down the path as I was walking up the path with my friend with a capital F. The fit was tight. Like tiger. But nowhere as tight as that body of yours. I'd love to take my hands and move down your path. I felt a strong chemistry, and I could feel your burning desire to take me higher. Don't worry, I'm sure we'll be pretty hydrated while we work out. (laughs) Guaranteed, I'll be up and down Bannister Park until I find... Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Hmm. Okay, Warren. This one's a little okay, tricky Nikki, come for on, me. Come on, get it for me this time. I'm, I'm, look, I'm going to give you my thoughts here. If they're in the park, the person talking, saying they were walking in the park with a friend. I think that could possibly be a woman. She said the person's fit was tight. That means they had a really nice outfit. I don't. They didn't mean it was physically tight. So I think this could be... A woman, again, talking to a woman because she's describing burning desire and thirst. Or it could be a woman talking to a man. All right. What do you want to go with? I think those are the same options she gave you before. <laughs> no, I do not. No, it's not. The last time it was a man talking to a woman. Okay. What do you want to do, Warren? Well, let's hope I don't mess up like the last time. Okay, I'm going to say woman for woman. Okay. I'm not positive, but I think, you know, what, what can I say? Let's go for it. You're bound to make that work. That was your first answer before. All right, lock mm-hmm. in, lock it in, lady for lady, huh? Woman for woman, lock it in. All right, uh, there you go. That's right. Congratulations. Let's go. Yeah, you think I won, right? <laughs> love He's so that. excited. Love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Warren's got good energy. All right. Yes, he does. All right, Sarah. Back to you. You're up two to one. You're in control. Next story. Nothing personal. Pete's. Pete's. Isak. Do you need a little cream for your black coffee? I'm sweet, too, so you're going to love the taste. When you walked in, I felt a tingle in me, and I just knew I was going to need a double shot of that espresso frame in my cup. I just know how these hips could really jumpstart your day. You bring that big biscotti you were packing and you know what? I'll do the rest. Biscotti. Beam me up. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. I added that last part. Uh, okay. At first, I thought up, this biscotti. might be a man for man vibes, but then I got cream for your coffee, but hips for days. I've never heard a man comment on his hips. So this has to be a woman talking, and I'm thinking that this is a woman talking to a man. Actually, cream me up. That makes more sense with this story. Yes, it does. Bisexual Scotty. What do you think, Sarah? By Scotty. I was also thinking a woman for a man. We're on the same page. All right. That's a good answer. Is it a right answer? You want to lock that in, right, Sarah? I'm locking it in. That's right. Let's go. Oh, darn it. Arr, 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 matey. (laughs) 
Uh, okay, so here's where we're at now uh, because of time and questions. you got to get this right, Warren, in order to stay in the game. So here we go. You right. mentioned you wanted to share ice cream, Citrus Heights. Saturday evening at Safeway, I was in front of you buying salad and cereal. Your mayo fell into my lane, and you said I have to pay for your food. Don't worry. I got plenty of cash to cover it. And plenty on my condiment cover and plenty on of my own condiment cover in as well. What? 100%. I'm just reading as it's written. I teased and said only if I get the ice cream. You said, quote unquote, we'll share. If that's the case, you drop your address and I'll go grab a fresh can of whipped cream and we'll have ourselves a sexy little Sunday. It's a whipped cream sound. I believe it's whipped cream. Whipped. Yeah. yeah. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. It says a lot, oh actually. Oh, my God. Actually, it's pretty easy. All right, Warren. They're in the grocery store. I'm getting a man vibe talking to a woman. They're going to share ice cream. He say he'll pay for it. He wants to put some whipped cream on her. So I'm totally getting man for woman vibes. Man for woman, Warren. You like it? Yeah, I think that, too, because I heard something about drop the dress. So I'm going to go with Nikki on this one. Let's hope for the best. Right, Definitely lo- didn't hear drop the dress. Lock it in. Lock it in. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's right. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. No woman is going to write a misconnection ad in such a uh, a poor way. Only a guy would not care that much. All right. All right, Sarah, you get this right, you win. If not, Warren's back in the game. Here we go. Short and tan at 13th and H. Sacramento. We keep crossing paths while we walk our dogs. We need to stop tangling leashes and start tangling legs. You're gorgeous with cinnamon skin, a slim frame, and the pit bull. That's weird. That's what I got. No, you don't. You You have a terrier. I feel my heartbeat in more than just my chest, panting emoji, which sounds like... Let's leave the park behind and start exploring your garden. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. All right. So this is a walk in the park happening. There's a suggestion of a little tangling of legs. Sounds like some scissor action. Um, she's describing a woman as gorgeous, cinnamon, and she wants to explore the bush. So I would say woman for woman vibes. Woman for woman, Sarah, for the win. You like it? Yeah, she got it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, is woman for woman. Locking that in? Locking it in. Scissor grind for the win. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, well, congratulations, Sarah. Yeah, there we go. Warren <laughs> is so nice and polite. He is. I hope you win tomorrow. I hope you call us back tomorrow <laughs> for Game of Tones, because everybody that's lost this week has been so pleasant. Yeah. yeah. You know? So. Well, I'll try again tomorrow, then. All right, brother man. You have a good day. Thank Thanks, you for guys. listening. All right, we'll see you. You too. All right. Sarah, congrats. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow night for Brett Michaels at Thunder Valley, all right? Oh, I hung up on her. Sorry. Call back, Sarah. Call back, Sarah. Call back, Sarah. You're wrong. Hey, it, that one did not talk about exploring. I love much. the show. I can't wait to go tomorrow. Somebody's Thanks, calling. There I'm going to go check it there, out. That's Sarah again. Is it Sarah again? Sarah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Nikki, I hung up on you next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tomorrow night, Brett Michaels. Who are you bringing? Hub, husband? 
Uh, probably my boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. How long y'all been dating? Um, almost three years. Yeah, you like him? I do like him, yeah. Is he fun at concerts? He's a ton of fun at concerts. He's my best concert buddy. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's sweet. Are you both into Brett Michaels? Uh, I don't know if he is, but I'm about to find out. Are you, you're into Brett Michaels? Yeah, yeah. My dad raised me on on that old time rock and roll. Not a time. Not a dime I got to pay my rent. I can barely make it through the week, right? We're going to be singing, having a good time. Going to be having a great time. Nothing but. Oh, God. All right, Sarah, hang on for me. Thank you for listening, by the way, okay? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. I always forget we're on that damn stream on the BS and 98 Rock Facebook page, and Kyle and I were just having a very, very serious conversation about mm. which athlete would you not be surprised if they fought a grizzly bear. Yeah, and won. And now people are on the stream, the Bagars participating. Love that. Great conversation. You should have it amongst yourselves. All right, third <laughs> round of headlines. Thanks to good guys, heating and air. 530, good air. 530, good air. Nikki D. Stealing is bad, but stealing at work is next level. H5. A former treasurer of the Morley Fire Company pleads guilty to stealing more than $16,000 from the organization. Apparently stealing on a job is a thing across the country. A former employee of the California State Controller's Office pled guilty to three felony counts of grand theft. Uh, what was stolen? Diamonds and coins. And this was done across several years. Now, if you're asking, what is the controller's office? What do they do? They handle the state's money, audits government agencies that use state funds, and they safeguard unclaimed property. And so the way this employee was caught was they were going into this room where these diamonds were, and it was $300,000 worth of diamonds. They're seen on camera taking the package out and going into a room that does not have a camera in it and not returning with the diamonds. So Smart. this is how they caught them and they are now being prosecuted. What do you it. think like the, per- excuse me, what do you think like the percentages of people that work with money or goods like that, you know, at the bank or mm-hmm. so I always think about that, you know, going to the bank and we're supposed to trust all these people because they work in that position. But there's no way that 100% of them are legit straight arrow. Not right? at all. That's why we keep seeing more and more stories come out of, especially at the bank, the higher up manager, those people in those positions, they're the ones that steal. And like the everyday teller, no. So out of percentage, out of 100%, how many uh, do you think uh, steal? I think at least 50% steal. Half? 50%? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think because you know what? People like to determine what's considered stealing. People steal on at this job. Well, I'm talking about money, though. I'm not talking about like pens and pencils and stuff like that. Okay, well, if we're going to talk about money, 40 that's still a lot. still seems high. Listen, I knew people who were scamming and stealing at Burger King when I worked there. And you know how? They would ring up a meal in the system, whatever you came through the drive-thru and ordered, right? Say you ordered a Whopper combo. They would ring you up for a cheeseburger and a small fry. They would still give you the food you ordered. The they change. would take your cash, put in the register the amount for the cheeseburger and the fry, and put the rest in their pocket. I watched it be done for years. And they What's didn't close the till, I bet, right? Because you can't reopen the till unless you've got another transaction. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yep. That's the What's trick. What's the uh, statute of limitations on theft? Uh, Is gonna... it not state by state? I have no idea. Like 10 years, probably? Well, you think Nikki D should go after him? No, I'm just saying that I used to do it at Taco John's when I was 17. See, everybody's <laughs> stealing money on the job, 40%. 40%. 
it was the it was the large soda so you wouldn't ring up the soda and if they paid in cash you knew the total of the soda with tax right so when they paid in cash you just less that from the ticket because you at the drive-thru window were in control of the sodas if they paid with a card you put the soda back onto the the ticket i think it's almost impossible if you're in the food industry to not now i never cash i never stole cash but food obviously oh Oh, yeah i stole food but i wasn't playing with them people's money like that all right second story Naked Gun is coming back, H6. That was the beloved Naked Gun franchise. Who could forget them? Guess what? It may no longer be just a part of pop culture nostalgia. According to Deadline.com, a reboot is now in the works. And the reboot is in the works with none other than Liam Neeson. If you're like, who is that? He's the guy from Taken. They're going to bring Naked Gun back and let him be the lead character. It's set to be released July of 2025. Liam Neeson? Mm. Yeah. Are you sure? what it says in black and white he's in the previews he's the in orig- all the stories I'm skeptical because the original what yeah. leslie um nielsen, nielsen. leslie nielsen. he's dead right he's dead yes. he died in 2010 at the age of 84 yeah he was i mean the naked guns are great especially the original it just doesn't get much better than that but well, i i if they go by if they go by that style of comedy and that sense of humor you know, like I hope Liam Neeson can pull it off. I don't know if he can. I don't think about him in comedy. I just, I just don't know if today's world will understand that style of comedy. Very no. punny. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and not only that, it was the fact that that Leslie Nielsen acted as if he was acting in Casablanca. Right. Yes. But. He was in this ridiculous movie, which one of them saw OJ put together a gun that he would then sit into and become a howitzer. <laughs> yeah. Like he pulled a gun out of a case and eventually the scene ends up with him sitting in this machine. But he would treat it like it was like an Oscar worthy movie. And that's why he was so funny. And yeah. it was uh, what Priscilla Presley, right? She was the love yes. interest. Yes. And the beaver scene at the library. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the whole movie. If you've never seen it, you got to see it. It's great. But. You know, that's the, it's like going back and watching old Adam Sandler films from the 90s. I still think they're funny, but you say, you show it to somebody now, they're just not going to get it. They don't. They're just like, oh, what is this? Why do you like oh, this? That's crazy. All right. Borophil? What's funny about that? More like Borophil. <laughs> right. like, that joke's not well thought out. The timing is Everybody beats it up. It's racist. <laughs> All right. Uh, our buddy Drunk John, as this saga continues. Hopefully, he'll continue with what he's been going on the last couple of days. Not so drunk, John. Mm-hmm. The whole setup for you, how this started, where it's gone, where it's going. Uh, but I will tell you, as we continue to get drunk John on the phone to get him some help, this intervention that's been going on for now four days, this will be the fourth day, we and our extensive research team is finding people in his past, friends and family. So we have found yet another person to try to talk some sense into drunk John from his past we'll have that guest on as well here next hang on hey welcome back i uh, hope you're having a good day so far so good it's the bs my name's jason bailey uh there's nikki d somewhere mm-hmm. there's nelson kyle doesn't even be in a room anymore that's how lazy he's gotten with his new technology <laughs> stuff that we're doing today this dude's not even here when we go in a segment that's crazy i looked over there and i'm like like somebody's throwing me in the deep end what do we do i'm here I've made it. You're welcome. Yeah, but I mean, like, what if something went wrong and you're not there to, as a safety net? I was right there. It's absolutely crazy what's going on today. Also, I thought he was done at nine anyway, so I told him you weren't coming back. So. Yeah. Then I got real scared. Oh, you oh. told him I wasn't coming back? Great. See, I just feel safe when you're around. That's all. Yeah. Hmm. I just feel safe when you're around. Yeah. 
Wow, thanks, man. I just want to that's snuggle nice. up to that sweater. <laughs> it just makes it nice. Okay, look. American cheese and popcorn. Uh, that's right. Drunk John it called in uh, last week. Um, just for those that don't know what's going on. Those that know, just bear with me here. So Drunk John is a listener of the program. We had never met before. And he had called in last week, and he was drunk. And it was, you know, it was fun and ha ha he he. But, you know, you got to ask, why are you drunk at 9 o'clock in the morning? And so we did. And the guy's like in his 50s. He's been drinking excessively since he was 13 years of age. You know, at some point in time, it's it's not all that funny anymore, right? And you're like, well, if you got the power to possibly help somebody, let's let's help the dude. But let's dig in a little deeper and find out why this guy is the way he is. And so we've learned that he's he's got a great heart. He's a nice guy. He takes care of his mother. He lives with his mother. He's like 50-some years old, lives with his mother, but he does that. I don't think he's got a job, right? He can't keep a job because he can't get to work. He's got four DUIs. This guy's life's a mess. He's in his 50s. He's got nothing to show for it, and he's got to take care of his mom. So uh, this past weekend, the show got together, and we've got a a third-party extensive research team, and they dug in deep. They found out a lot about Drunk John. And we were able to get some people from his past, family and friends, second cousin on his mom's side. I believe mm-hmm. that was the first day. It was Wally, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had the um, Toby from the Toby. dollar store. Yeah. And he found out yesterday he had an African, African, African American, African American, yes, brother in DeAndre. His mother strayed and 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 got with Melvin, uh, DeAndre's father at uh, at Duck Club in the VW. <laughs> So we're learning a lot. So it'll be interesting to see who we were able to find today. But let's bring up Drunk John first. Drunk John, good morning, buddy. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Every day that you come on, you sound more wide awake. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah. You yeah, sound like sunshine. You sound more chipper. How did we do yesterday with drinking? What did we have? Uh, actually, yesterday I didn't do real good. Oh, uh, what happened? Oh, no. We went to work. You went to work? Yes. Well, I didn't know you did have a job. What do you do for a living? <laughs> I wouldn't call it a living. Okay, what do you do I, for work? I break down cardboard boxes and throw them in a dumpster. Do you get paid for it? Mm, not in cash. Uh, what do you get what paid for? What, what, what do they pay you? In booze. Booze? Yep. Aw, John, that's sad. We got to stop that. Yeah. So there's like a guy that you call and say, hey, I'll break down your boxes and you give me booze? Well, he actually owns a liquor store or something. Uh, So you break down the liquor store boxes and he gives you some liquor. This guy, that's horrible. He should know better. He knows you had a problem, right? That's probably why he does it. (laughs) Well, he does own a liquor store. I mean. Well, I understand that, but still. He should, you know, it doesn't matter you're on a liquor store. You should identify, you know, you got a problem. Just being a better human being. Just be a better person and say, hey, look, instead I'm going to, you know, what you do with the money is your thing, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to support your addiction. That's horrible. I need to talk to this guy. That's really bad. All right. So how much did you drink? You probably went through a bottle of something, didn't you? It was like a small one. Of what? Whiskey? Um, yeah, it was bourbon. Bourbon. Three, seven, five. When you say small one, what are we talking? Are you talking a pint? Are you talking a fifth? Probably like a pint, dude. That's not. It's not a fifth. Okay. But, but what did we find out yesterday? Right, cold turkey's bad. So I don't know yeah. if this is good though. This is definitely much more than one high gravity twenty five ounce beer. Because that's what we talked about, right? He was going to go to the high gravity beer, to you know, like maybe a Mick Ultra and then maybe an O'Dolls and that kind of thing. All right. Well, 
You did have help. It wasn't just me. I did have a little help. So. Oh. Who? Who helped you? Who drank well, with he you? Poured, he poured one out for his homies. <laughs> <laughs> Who helped you? Uh, one of my friends. Yeah, so you went drinking with a buddy. Well, yeah. 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 Does he have a drinking problem as well? Mm, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't believe you. Right. Yeah, would you be able to tell? So, what did, so the day, what did you wake up? You talked to us. And then what happened? This guy called you or you're like, I, I need a drink. I don't have any money. You called him. How does that work? No, they pick up the dumpster on Thursdays. Uh-huh. So I fill it up on Wednesday. Yeah. So you knew what you were doing. Like you had a, you are, when you were talking to us, you knew what your plan was for that day. That really wasn't my plan, but. Okay. So in your head, you were like, you know what? I'm going to go do the boxes, but I'm not going to drink. <laughs> I kind of figured if I did boxes, because like I said, that's how I get paid. So. Yeah, but you're not getting paid. Getting paid is money. You know, cash yeah, money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cash money. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we, we, we today, do you have any other big plans like that? you got anything else to break down for, you know, boxes for booze or nothing like that? No, nothing like that. Okay. So no plans of drinking heavily like you did yesterday? No. Okay. It wasn't all that heavily, yeah, but it's still true. We're trying to help you. So we've got another uh, guest to come on, like we've had all this week. And this is somebody from your, um, I don't know who this is, actually. So I just know that their name is Merv, right? Is that right? Merv? An old friend. An old friend. Okay. Oh. So unfortunately, you haven't remembered anyone that we've had on this week, and that's because of the alcoholism. So hopefully you'll remember this person. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Do I have to hit any buttons, uh, Nelson? No. Okay. Is this Merv? Hey. Hey, what up? How are you, Merv? Good. I'm just merving around. Okay. How's John doing? Well, we're going to get to that in a second. I just want to preface this that you're live on the radio here in uh, Sacramento, California. Okay? So just careful what you say. It's all nice things. I'm just letting you know. All right, Merv? Right, right. All right. And I know that you have prepared a letter. I have. From the heart. Okay, uh, if you'd like to go ahead and read that letter to John so we can learn a little bit about you. Go ahead. All right. Hey, John, this is your old friend, Merv. Not sure if you remember me, but we got to talking some years ago at Walmart. I'm the best guy that was working in customer service at the Walmart you go to all the time. We met that one time you came in to complain about how we don't listen to you when you complain. But I just turned out my hearing aids one day and got into talking with you, and we just hit it off. I was always looking forward to you coming into the Walmart. You're a good dude, John. You you remember that one time you came in, and we went to the TV section, and you just listened to Death Leopard for, like, hours? (laughs) I remember that stuff like it was yesterday. I knew you had a drinking problem when you started opening beers in the stores. Now, I didn't mind you hanging out at the Walmart for hours, even though it did eventually get me fired. I actually should thank you for that. I got a better job. I do 911 dispatch now and make double the money. I should have stopped you from drinking at the store, but I didn't, so I hold some responsibility. I'm here to fix my wrongs, but I'm asking you, John, to get help. John, can you hear me? Listen yes, to I your friend. And please get help. This makes me sad, like real sad. 
Sometimes it makes me cry. John, when you promised me to get help. That was beautiful. <laughs> really, really nice. John, do you remember Merv, the deaf guy from Walmart? No. <laughs> Shocker. Not another one. That's, I, so, Not surprised. So Merv, John, how like how close were you and John? Uh, he do, now don't take it personally that he doesn't remember you because you know that's what alcohol will do. But you know, obviously, he holds a special spot in your heart. Uh, how long were you guys friends, and how long did this go on? Uh, we were friends for about a good year. Uh, oh. I knew he was a true friend when, as the day I got fired, he decided to steal a couple packs of hearing aid batteries for me. So I appreciate that. Okay, so so you guys developed a relationship, like a really pretty strong relationship while your time at Walmart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, and you just, what did he, you just listen to him tell you stories? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what hearing aids are for, man. You just turn them up, tune in, or take a nap. Yeah, that's sweet. Just take a nap. <laughs> take a nap. And I'm assuming at that time, you know, when probably, John, you were drinking heavily, this meant a lot to have somebody just be your friend and listen to you. I'm assuming you don't have a lot of really close friends, do you, John? No, actually, I have quite a few. Oh, okay. I was wrong on that one. Yes, you oh, were. Yeah. I would think that you'd feel special and wanted and loved with all these people that are popping on the radio this week to help you, right? Especially Merv. Yeah, I'm, and I do. Yeah. You don't remember Merv at all, do you? <sighs> he doesn't sound very. Yeah. No, no. You want to think hard? You want to at least say thank you? Like, because Merv remembers you? Yeah, thank you. Do you remember going to Walmart at all? Well, everybody goes to Walmart. I don't remember <laughs> going to Walmart and watching Death Leopard. And... Oh. Because when I go to Walmart, I try to get in and out of there as quick as I can. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just for, you know, time passes you by when you're, <laughs> you're drinking the beers at the Walmart. You, know, it doesn't you don't ro- realize you spent hours in there. It doesn't roll over as fast as they say it does. Uh, all right. Well, Merv, thank you so much. You're a very sweet man. I appreciate you sharing that. That, that, that was very touching. And I want you to have Anything a great friend. And, th- and thanks for what you do for the community with the 911 dispatch. That's crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Take care, buddy. Thank you, Merv. All right. Bye-bye. We'll see you, John. All right. We'll leave them. He's always so pleasant to all of his, you know, people in the past that he doesn't remember. I'll give him that. I couldn't imagine, to be honest with you. I couldn't be, you know, and this isn't a shot to you, John, but I just couldn't imagine not remembering. Like, I was blown away my middle school best friend didn't remember me. Not at all. Because of his drug use. And, you know, 30 plus years later, like, I had to message him certain things that brought it back. That's what I was kind of hoping for, John, this would do, is when you're talking to all these different people, like, there would be something that would hit a nerve, like Merv, and it would bring back a memory. Jog those memories. Right? Mm-hmm. But nothing. John? No. Um, yeah. But I've had, I've had wow, my one, my one old roommate, I've been friends with him for... 30 years. Mm-hmm. And was, you remember him? Yeah. And, okay. Mm-hmm. What'd your mom say about your half-brother? African-American brother. Yeah. I didn't say anything about that. Probably a good idea. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't want to get around up. Yeah. I figured I didn't want to mention that. It was probably for the best. Yeah. Did you know your dad, your real dad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's passed away now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm my sorry. Dad, my dad was my best friend growing up, because I was an only child. So. Yeah. 
They have oh, a well, they have a mar- not they, so much. They have a marital spat at some point. That's when she probably met Melvin. Uh, they I don't ever remember even having a fight. Yeah, well, that's stuff that they did it secretly. Try to keep away from. Mm-hmm. You. Yeah, it happens to the best of people, you know. Also, that's, you don't remember any of the other people we brought on either. So, I mean, we haven't really found out how reliable your memory is yet. You know. Mm-hmm. I have a few people that could vouch for me. Yeah. All right. Well, John, here's the deal, brother, ma'am. I hope that you appreciate this. I know we're getting positive feedback. We are. We're getting really, yes. like, I've never, we haven't, since being in, being in Sacramento, we haven't gotten this much feedback on anything we've done. So uh, people are enjoying the positive message. We're hoping for a positive outcome. We have one more day of us trying to help you, John. And hopefully in the next 24 hours, you can keep it together a little bit better than you kept it together the last 24 hours, maybe, you think? Yeah? Yeah. What is yeah. your What is your plan for today? You got any plans? Uh, I have to go do laundry. Laundry. Okay. So you, let me just tell you what I'm thinking in my head. After tomorrow, okay, after tomorrow, and we'll have one more guest on tomorrow, actually two, but uh, we'll have two more guests on tomorrow. After tomorrow, here's my plan for the future. One, to get you sober. Two, to get you back in touch with your kid and your ex-wife. Because the other day it seemed like you wanted to be back in touch with her. And uh, I don't know what number I'm on. But the next number that would be three, three, two, three, four, is to get you a job and get you back into society. And then like six months from now, 12 months from now, you call us up and you're just like, you know, swinging, swinging John. Like you just got it going on. That's what my hopes are. That's what my dream is. Can you make his dreams come true, John? I'll work on it. Okay, well, at least you're willing to work on it. That's the first step. That's what everybody's telling us is that you have to want to do it, John. All right. Well, buddy, have a good day. Take it easy. Take it slow. And we'll get you back on tomorrow. All right? All right. Thank you all. Have a good one. All right, you we'll too. See it's like some days I feel positive. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it. Like today I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Today I'm feeling like he's going... It's not like I think he I think he's disappointed in himself from yesterday. Like he well, disappointed me. Can well, I, one step back so we can make two huge steps forward tomorrow, though, right? I I, I don't know. I'm at it's out of my control. What? Can I offer a little optimism? No. You, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go ahead, please. You, you mentioned he's always pleasant to these people. I think it's because deep down he knows he knows them. And that's why he's nice to them and not outwardly mean because oh. they're not really strangers. You know what? I I, I agree with you. Yeah. Like yes. there's a little bit where it's coming back to him, yeah. but he can't place him, mm-hmm. so he doesn't want to be rude. I ta- I thought about that. Yeah. When Merv was on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was really nice to Merv. He was even responding when he was trying to break it down to him. So you know. No. Yeah. All right. We'll see what these calls are coming in. Nine one six nine zero nine, oh nine eight five. Give us a minute. My daughter found this recipe on tiktok and that's her thing now she's 18 right and you would think it would be all about dumb dances or stupid challenges mm-hmm. but i you know like because i'm not on the tiktok so i don't see all this stuff and so she's like i'm making dinner for for the family oh, nice. it was delicious absolutely it was uh sweet potato broccoli turkey sausage oh that sounds good actually extremely healthy when it was so good, you know, like, but out of all the things, like, you know, could we kind of beat up uh, TikTok and social media and mm-hmm. stuff because it's always something dumb, but she's really into that kind of thing. And I guess There's it's a, a it's a trendy thing for 
you know, especially the girls on TikTok is to get these recipes and start cooking. You know, take them back to the old days and put them back in the kitchen. (laughs) They call that trad wife. Trad wife. Trad wife. Traditional wife. So what what does that mean? It means like that the man is the breadwinner and she wants to stay at home and and raise the kids and be the homemaker and and take care of the domestic issues while he takes care of the, you know, the global issues of the family. And is that a trending thing for Mm -hmm. women to act like they did in the 50s? Uh, some some women, yes. There's a sect of women. It's called being a trad wife. Really, that's a shame. That you got to put a name to that because that doesn't sound appealing or even it doesn't really right <laughs> or even cool, right? You know, no. it's like let's go back to the fifties. Where you know that sounds stupid. Uh huh. But you have to give it a name because what a woman likes to cook. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. It's I just like so- to cook. What am I a trad dude? Trad? No, you're a rad dude. Yeah, rad dude. I mean, what? You're what, rad dude. what? What is that? What, what, why would you have to put a, a title of that? Because a woman likes the because cook. it's like there's so it's almost like a response to feminism to a degree. So it's like it's a sect of women that are online that have said, you know what? I like some traditional gender roles and I do, I like the idea that my husband goes and works or or I want to, to dote on him as he dotes on me in different ways, you know? And so when other, there are women who will hear that and go, Oh, you want to just be subservient to a man. And yeah, they're almost shamed. Right. If it, right. Like for, you know, the hardest job in the world, I don't care what you do. I mean, I bitch about stress and so and stuff all the time. The hardest job in the world is to be a mother. Yes. There is no, especially a single mother. There oh, is fact. not a harder job on the planet than to be a single mother. Tell me fact. about it. Right. Nikki D's a single mother. I sure am. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and my wife was a single mother. She had kids at a, you know, she's like a, an MTV show, like teen, you know, 15 and knocked up. Right. Right. So, so, you know, I've seen it, you know, in real time, but there's nothing wrong if a woman wants to be a mother Mm-hmm. and be there for her kids as they grow up and stay at home, especially if you're fortunate enough where, you know, if the husband's working and he makes some money. I can tell you right now, I would if my wife made enough money, I would stay home in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm taking care of. I was about to say, what are you going to stay <laughs> home and do? You'll be bored to pieces. Absolutely. No way. No, as long as she gave me an allowance and I could go to the poker room when I wanted to, I, I would be <laughs> – I, that would be my job, you know. I'm an I'm an amateur pro poker player. But when the kids were younger, like if you know, she was you know she her real estate business back in Georgia was crushing. She was top three in her company. She was making. I used to joke and say her nickname is 401k. Uh, she gave it all up for me to come out here, you know. So I mean, these uh, people I work for don't think I want to be here, and they, they you know it's like. Dude, I just bought a house. You don't buy a house for a radio job the first year, and your wife doesn't give up her business, you know, to travel twenty six hundred miles across country. So don't second guess my doubts or what I'm saying to you, right? Um, but you know, like if if she was, you know, if she was in that situation now, you know, I'd sit I'd sit at home. But our kids are older, so I don't know. I guess I'm taking care of the dogs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even sit at home if my husband had a, a lot of money, because I would want to be out doing something, spending it. I mean, that'll get old, though. It'll get old. Laying around gets old. Like, every time you're working, all you want to do is be off. Then when you're off, all you want to do is go back to work. That's why they say that people who uh, work hard to retire early end up hating it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because bored. for one, there's it's on two that you get bored, and wow. then the other side is you lose friends because other friends begin to like resent you because they still have to go to work. I got that problem. I got I the resentment thing. Mm-hmm. But you go to work. Why are your friends resent you? 
Because I'm cool. <laughs> because you're cool. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what is he gonna say? Because I'm cool, handsome. You're successful. not retired. You work every day. <laughs> In my head, I'm retired. <laughs> okay, that's why. Uh, I disagree with everything Nelson just said. I would, I would, re- if I could re- retire at 30. Actually, um, was I reading last night? Who would you hang out with? Who does he hang oh, yeah, out with hey, now? That's fair. That's, that's fair. I don't need anybody. Uh, millennials fair. will be the richest generation of all time. That's Ooh, what I read. Oh, I really? like that. I'm a millennial. Because Bring mo- on the richest. Yeah, millennials in that generation were risked, are, were, well, probably more when they were younger. You know, y'all ain't young anymore, right? There's like two, three generations ahead of you now. Yeah. So y'all are kind of old. You know, you're like, we're not gen- old. I would not go that far. But millennials were the first, this is me just spitting this out, in my opinion, the first of the risk-taking, over-the-top risk-taking generation. Mm -hmm. Because as a Gen Xer, we were still programmed from the boomers to save money, to be conservative when it comes to finances, save for a rainy day, blah, 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 blah. Millennials are that jumping, you know what? I'm going to quit my job and become a YouTube superstar. Yeah, right. Okay. Boom. They are. You know, that kind of thing. Right. Would I be off by saying that? No. Yeah. I didn't Agreed. Think so. Yeah. But I think now the younger generation, like the new generations, like my daughter at 18, it's going back and everything goes in a cycle. It's going back to kind of the Gen X mindset. Mm-hmm. So it's different because that's run its course. Yeah, I've heard Gen Z is taking a hard shift in work ethic and a few other things to uh, compared to the millennials. Are they, though? Because I've worked with some of them, and they whine, cry, and complain so bad. Really? It drives me nuts. So does everybody. That's an everybody. Well, right. I, mean, I no, it's, think it's, that might be a geographical thing, to be honest with you. No, it's, it's, <laughs> this, it's this Gen Z generation for sure. They use the word, it's not fair, a lot. That drives me nuts. It's the wrong G. It's not. It's not generational. It's geographical. Geographical. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think I don't think that's a gener- generation. I think we want to believe that it is, but I don't think that's mm-hmm. the case at all. When I was at Hilton, I had to, to train all these new girls come in. They were all young, and I remember <laughs> the girl came her first day of work with jeans on, and I asked her just because I was curious. I said, "Why did you wear jeans? Like, did you think that was work appropriate? Is this your first job?" She's like, "No, it's just all I had clean." I said, well, you can't wear jeans to work. Like, you have to wear black slacks, dress pants, or something. She's just like, hmm, okay. I would have never thought that. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I was like, are they, were they yeah, nice jeans? Was somebody tell her not to wear jeans? I had to. Be, I told her yeah, not to Yeah, but before them. she came in. I, well, I was told what the dress code was well, before I started. So I'm sure that. she was told. Well, you should have asked her that first before you jump. Look, Nikki. I, I asked her why she on. wear them, and she said she didn't have anything clean. Uh, I remember you when you worked at the Hill. <laughs> Okay, and I remember calling you. I can only imagine uh-huh. having you train somebody. I trained everybody, so let's be clear about that. Well, that that's even why they've got a two-star review on Yelp they right They don't. That's even worse. <laughs> everybody, I mean, that that hotel now is probably so militant. It's like, what you want? Ugh. Room what? Okay, sheets aren't good enough. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> no. That's how it was. Every I'd call her, and she wouldn't say hello. I'd be in her ear, like her little earbud thing, uh-huh. and I would call. She'd answer because she has to, because that's my like my rule. <laughs> she has to. <laughs> and so I would have to catch on that she's talking to somebody. She's helping somebody at this hotel. Mm-hmm. So when we got fired, right? And so you know she had this <laughs> odd job. 
And it was like, hey, Nikki, what's up? I got room 255. Okay, I did I not tell you we'd be up there? I oh, said, my God. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for staying. I do appreciate. Don't tell me I don't appreciate you. <laughs> it was like it was like a conversation with two other people, but uh-huh. it was just between her and one person. Uh-huh. Like, she would say something to the guest, but then argue with herself. No, I was one of the best employees they had there. I went up the ranks quickly. I even got a promotion in 90 days. Well, and a raise. You know, if you don't give me a promotion, your family dies. <laughs> no. Where did you get that from? Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. I was a great employee. You just mm. caught me on really busy days, which is why I had to just pick up, talk to you in a second because it was busy. Does your grandmother like water? Because she about to drown. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I don't. The only thing I think you really picked up and heard me say that might have been a little rude was when the guy called and I think you were in my ear and he's like, "Can you tell me where cleaners is?" And I was like, "Google it." To me, that's yeah. just common sense. Wow. Google it. You but Google it. You're the the. No, front desk. I'm not a tour guide. Okay, I can tell you what you need to know about wow. the hotel, all the things. I'm not your personal tour guide. I don't know where the cleaners is. You have a phone. You are a young man. You're not some older gentleman. Google it. Like I'm busy. Wow, right? No, yeah. that wasn't part of my job. It was every day, Nelson. Every it was day. Not every and day. you were the best employee. <laughs> every day. I was the best. Thank so you very much. She, and that does not say a lot about the rest of the employees. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. literally worked at this hotel. She was the first person these people would talk to. Oh, my and God. And she just picked fights every single day. But I had the best reviews. I got because they were dollars gift cards all the time. They were forced and robbed. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> Just a few bad apples that I had to sometimes check. Okay, did you, f- did you find your cleaners? Now let's talk about a Yelp review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give me your phone. No, I give bet. me your phone. Uh-huh. Here's your username, password. I just made it, and I'm giving a Yelp review. <laughs> you don't like it? You sleeping tonight? Okay. <laughs> you know who's got the key? That's right, me. <laughs> That's it. Was very, very militant. Very, very militant. No, it wasn't. All right, Crazy. fourth and final round of headlines. I'm going to tell you what uh, Wendy's wants to take back and what washed up in a bottle. All right, we'll get you that. Uh, last minute calls, comments, concerns, anything on the text machine, if you care. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. You can use that for both there. We'll do all that here in a minute. Stand by for news. And fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530 Good Air, Nikki D. Wendy said, just kidding. 87. Well, soon, depending on when you grab a bite to eat, customers could either pay more or less. The company announced it will start testing dynamic pricing. Brought you this story yesterday where Wendy's came out and said they were going to start this surging type thing like what Uber does. And they were going to do a digital board where depending on the time and the hours, they would raise food prices. Well, the Internet went crazy yesterday and people were like, there is no way I'm ever going back to Wendy's. So Wendy came out with a statement and said, whoa, 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 that is not what we meant. We're not going to surge the prices but we're going to reduce the prices during slow times. No, so which is not what they said, <laughs> well, right? Well, is I it? I mean, but hold on. But is it what they said, or was it what the story said from what somebody heard? 
Well, like, the news stories I read said that they were going to test surge prices, which would be higher prices at, at night or whatever, at the, the busy hours, because it was supposed to mirror Uber's surge prices. Yeah. It was, in quotations, surge pricing. I thought it was a good idea. I know you did, but everybody yeah. else did not, and I did not think it was a good idea either. Why didn't you it, like it? Because I don't want to roll up to Wendy's. I already know that I want a number six. I want a pineapple lemonade, medium, light ice. I know exactly how much it costs. If I roll up there and I'm expecting to pay $9.75 and you tell me it's $12, I'm pissed. Well, I didn't like it as a customer. I liked it as a business owner. Uh-huh. You know, well, I don't own a business, yeah, yeah, so I yeah. didn't like it. I'm not a fan of price surging like with Uber. And I think that's stupid. I hate it. I'm just talking as a bet. Like I was saying on behalf of Wendy's, that's a pretty smart idea. And it's not going to deter anybody. In fact, no. what you're going to do, because like I said yesterday, if you're drunk at 2 in the morning. You're going to pay the price. You're going to pay whatever. You know, So that, that that's not going to affect that crowd. The crowd that it's going to affect is the time of the day when nobody's coming or very few mm-hmm. people are coming, mm-hmm. then more people are going to come at that time because they know that it's going to be cheaper than the norm. Right. So, and that's what they're now saying they meant. It's just going to be cheaper at certain times. So that's, as a business owner, that that makes a lot of sense. Well, now you know what they're going to do is they're going to bring the digital boards in. Most people don't have the prices memorized unless you're a diehard Wendy's right. fan. Yeah. And they're still going to do the surging. They're just going to make you think you don't know. Well, that'll mm-hmm. be the trend on, on social media is people taking the pictures. Oh, yes, they will, for sure. That's that that Mark my words, that'll be the new thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun to follow. It will. Right, if you're a Wendy's person. All right, second start. Bond sent his message in a bottle, possibly H8. That's when he found the glass and a note written back in 1907. Jersey Heritage said in a social media post that workers doing restoration work on the first floor of the office quarters in Elizabeth Castle unblocked a fireplace and found a hidden message in a bottle. It was dated back February 26 of 1966, and it simply read, 007 James Bond, 26th of February, 66. P.S. Secret agent. Don't tell anybody. Ooh, that's all it said. That's all it said. So they're trying to figure out where did this message actually come from. And it was uh, 1966 is is right after the James Bond movie, um, the release of Thunderball with Sean Connery. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of little mystery now. That's cool. It's something nobody ever can say, I guarantee is that you found a message in a bottle. No, right. never, but I want to. Like how you want to do that find at the the thrift store. I want to find a message in a bottle, and I just right. want it to be something like so cool. Right. And like everybody knows me, and I have the bottle, and it's like, ching. It's just, it's it, it's always got to be about the store. <laughs> you know, you can't find these things unless you have the store. That's why my wife went, like, last night's Powerball and Mega Millions is ridiculous. And she, you know, we never play unless it gets big. You know, we're one of those people. And she goes, we got to go buy tickets. I said, why? She goes, you got a story, you know, just because of everything that's been happening lately. And I was like, I guess you do. You know, I guess I do. I have a story, mm-hmm. you know. So when I win, if I win, I haven't checked it yet. And I come to work and I say, hey, this is what's been going on. You know, you, you, you and you bite my ass. Bam. Boom. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have a story. So mm-hmm. you got to, if you want to find a message in a bottle, you want to find the Declaration of Independence behind a. Uh, a painting, that's my dream, at a, a thrift you know, yard sale or something. <laughs> right, there's a message in a bottle. If you want to find, you, what was the story you did with the ba- uh, the hockey cards? Oh, yeah, in the attic. Millions of dollars. Uh, all right. 3.4 to be exact. You've got to have a story.
have, have to. Story. Now right. I want to add it. Anything from uh, the text machine? Yes, I do. All right. Give me the wrong button. God okay, don't it. worry about it. Don't of don't worry about that's it. When you ask for don't the worry, text it's message. fine. All right. Coming from Nebraska, the wrong buttons. That's <laughs> I think we've hit the, the over. I think God we hit the over. It. We hit we the did. over. We Ten bucks. Did. You screwed me. I was getting the message in a bottle, and I have to load the music for us to go out yeah. on it. That's I only have two pots. Okay. Well, oh my God. I like dipping my nacho cheese Doritos. God, we made the under too. Son of a bitch. Nelson, let me do my text machine. <laughs> I like dipping my nacho cheese Doritos into a jar of peanut butter. And when I'm at the theater, I like dipping popcorn in nacho cheese. Thank you. Gosh. <clears throat> really want to hear a message in a box. <laughs> <laughs> text machine. <laughs> Show close. No, don't do that. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> That's enough. Oh, there we go. In the show. <laughs> um, info for Drunk John. It's a 100% free program. So I guess that's somebody who has some info. Maybe just listen tomorrow at 9. All right. When we finish up Drunk John, just listen tomorrow. It's not going to be what you expect. I promise. Um, could you please play something from Theater of Pain album by Motley Crue? I can't wait to see them at Aftershock. Yes, after 10 o'clock, Thank you. call uh, Mickey and she will love to take those requests. I think the whole, she'll play the whole album for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Jerk Don. I want to personally mentor Drunk John as I was an alcoholic up until 2014. No, because you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Nick, you got anything before we get out of here? Yeah, send for me. Message in a bottle, baby. All right, there you go. Nelson? Yep, I was ready to to celebrate. Venmo me 10 bucks. I will. Okay. Nikki is up next. Enjoy. Three o'clock, it is the Abe Cannon Show. I want you to have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 6 a.m. You call it knock on the what? For Micah. For Micah. I gotta write Not it down. Knocking on the for Micah. All right. Dr. Micah said, That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening, not anymore. The BS.